welcome everybody to a refreshing episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Uh, I'm your host, Armand. Follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up, joined by Doc. As always, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Doc underscore Beats. That's an S, not a Z. Um, make sure to check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash clockradiospeakers. Of course, check out the website, clockradiospeakers.com. Search for us on iTunes. Uh, don't forget DPS Radio every Sunday, 4 to 6 p.m. Um, I miss anything else? You can follow Armand on Instagram if you want to be creepy. Um, <laughs> and not like any of my pictures, but then talk to me about them when, uh, when you see me in public. So how is... Uh, how is um, How's your social network experience been expanded by Instagram now? It's a totally different. I'm, it's a totally different feel than um than Twitter. It is. I'm saying a lot less. Mm. I'm learning to say a lot less. Just take kind the picture, even, keep it moving. You know. Exactly. Yeah. I'm trying to make it a point. I'm trying to make it a point when I take the picture to not overextend the uh, the caption. Mm. Let the let the picture take it, tell its story or whatever. But you know, whatever. That's me being extra deep. I've been listening to Lupe all week, so you know. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for um bearing with us we decided to take a week off yeah um i mean geez we've got what what episode is this we're in the 40s now right something like that we just you know it's a slow time of year and um we could we needed to sort of recharge so we could sort of start preparing for a next this next round of retrospectives um so I pre- yeah. I, ironically we we had some of the highest traffic ever on the week we took off really yeah that's hilarious that's dope um, though shout out we, to the we did in the week we took off um that first weekend we did um we did we had more hits on the site than we have since like the blueprint episode wow yeah so more less is more apparently when we don't post everybody gets so excited <laughs> they miss yeah, us. isn't it like a isn't there like a law of power or something like that like disappear go away and then create in some i don't know something yeah. like that in the meantime they, we did we did uh I should say I did. I put up a uh, a little because I was I was listening to some ASAP Rocky, and you know Armand's just so in love with ASAP Rocky. So I, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm coming around. I, I need to I need to get what you're about to talk about. So I, I put a I put a little mix of everything like the best of his stuff that's not on his debut mixtape. Um, it's up on ClackReadySpeakers.com. Includes his uh, new single Goldie. Um, it's got the uh, the joint with a uh, Schoolboy Q, Hands on the Wheel. Um, got a bunch of other songs. So, uh, but that gold, what you think of that Goldie? You know, I like it. I'm not sure about that as a single. And I'm sort of mad that Hip Boy didn't give that beat to Pusha. Yeah, Pusha would have. There's a, there's a lot of rappers who. Now, now granted, ASAP, I like the song. I like the song a lot, actually. But yeah, a couple of rappers, when that beat comes out, I expect a few rappers to totally slap that beat around. Mm. Although it's funny, you know. ASAP Rocky gets a lot of heat because people don't, don't really consider him like they they sort of see him as more style over substance, right? In, in terms yes. of in terms of how he raps, but listen to him go off on that on that hands on a wheel, like yeah, he can dude can rap. His flow, he he he's got some flows. Yeah, that that's probably my favorite verse from him is that is that uh the hands on a wheel. He killed that. Schoolboy shouldn't even did a third verse after that. It was over. <laughs> it was over. Fight over. But yeah, I agree. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, yeah, we can jump right into today's episode since we're on the subject of, of, of rapping. Oh, and flows. Yes. And yeah. flows. Yes. Because we are doing a retrospective on the rappiest rapper to have ever rapped your this fa- side of the hemisphere. Your favorite, your favorite rapidy rapper's favorite rapidy rapper. Exactly. It's- we are talking about 
Lupe Fiasco. So I'm going to let Armand set the stage because number one, so whenever when we do episodes where it's so heavily geared around, I mean, all, all these episodes are geared around rappers for the most part, but so <laughs> so heavily geared around lyricism, right? So I'm going to let Armand set the stage because first of all, he's a bigger Lupe fan than I am, but I, I want him to sort of let everybody know how do we get to, to Lupe coming out with his first album? Oh, wow. Okay. I'm going to have to pull this well, you this know. rabbit out of my hat pretty much. Um, well, from my understanding, Lupe was on, he was on some label. Was it Columbia, I want to say? Yeah, he, he was on Colum- He was on Epic. He was on Epic. Okay. So he was on Epic like in the early 2000s. This is around the time I first heard of him. Uh, so some of you Lupe fans who've heard records like Pop Pop, like this is the time that he was around. He's kind of making these records. Um, and during this time, he was being courted by Rockefeller. Uh, Jay-Z kind of wanted to bring him to the fold. Um, but Lupe was so hell-bent on his own label. He wanted a label deal. He wanted a deal for, for his record label, First and 15th. Uh, Rockefeller was not willing to give him um, a label deal as a new artist with unproven talent. He, he himself as an artist was unproven at that time. He listened to a lot of Lupe's old records. They're really whack. Um, he definitely was not on the conscious tip uh, that he was now. Pop Pop is a, is a you know, record about guns and violence and stuff, which we'll talk about a little later, uh, that aspect of his career. But um, the deal with Rockefeller falls through. However, um, he's still cool with Jay-Z. I'm not sure. I'm sure he got dropped from Epic because the records weren't cutting it. And he ends up on Atlantic Records in 2004, 2005. And I, I believe he goes straight to the mixtapes. So I believe he starts dropping uh, his Fahrenheit 1 and one 15, or 1st and 15 uh, tapes. Uh, the Rhyming Ape one where he's rhyming over um, all Gorillaz beats, Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, I'm pulling all this off the top of my head. Um, and all this is in preparation for Food and Liquor which he kept talking about food and liquor, food and liquor, food and liquor, food and liquor, uh, which was originally supposed to drop in 2005, like early 2005, I want to say. But, however, the album leaked like six months before it was supposed to come out. Um, Yeah, so... That was that was off the top of your head. That's pretty good. Um, So in the the meantime, he actually... He first signed a solo deal with uh, Arista. Arista? however you want to pronounce it. Um, but I guess Ellie Reed was over there. When, when he got fired, he got dropped. Okay. So, um, I'm trying to think what else we got here. But this, yeah, so aside from that, that's about it. So from his early stuff, if so if you're listening to this and you're a Lupe fan, but you've never really heard anything aside from the albums, what would you tell people to go to make sure they go find right now? Like what, what, what sort of for you, like what's his, his really good early stuff? Oh, Jesus. Um, a lot. Uh, <laughs> there's a record like um, I love Lupe the Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, I love um, Failure, which is like a quadruple quintuplet entendre. Um, just listening to that record this week, I still caught records or still caught references that um, I totally missed the first time I heard it. I like uh, Switch. Yeah, uh, that Switch was is... F- yeah, Switch is retarded. Switch was over... Um, Still uh, tipping. Th- yeah, still tipping. Um, Could have been. What's that? Of course, Andy gets the girl. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then he gets the girl. That was dope. Uh, Conflict Diamonds. Um, actually, this led to the Diamonds remix because rumor has it, pretty strong rumor, that Kanye heard Lupe's freestyle where he was kind of exposing the Blood Diamond situation in Africa and pretty much stole the topic from Lupe. And now you have the remix with Jay on it. Um, what else is there? Uh, the entire uh, Pins and Needles, yeah. uh, Twilight Zone, uh, the, pretty much the whole um, uh, Gorillaz mixtape to me is dope. Heat Under the Baby Seat, uh, I Don't Feel So Good, those records are dope. Could have been. He's got some records, man. Um, by this time, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big fan of Lupe around yeah. this time. This is probably late 2004, early 2005. I'm a big Lupe fan by this point. Yeah, we're in the, what about we're, you? We're in the 2006, really, right? Because the because food and liquor leaks in like may of 2006 is that what it was yeah was it 2006 2006 so sh- yeah because dime because late registration comes out in 2005 yeah oh, oh. i want to say i had the album before because i went to like i went to the first time i came back i was living in japan at this time so when I had this album, it was the first time I was traveling from Japan back to the States. And I remember listening to that album in a Japanese airport for like two hours straight. It's April 2006. Is it really? And I, I remember this. I was actually, um, where was I when this leaked out? Or like right after the day after. I just remember talking about it um, back, when I, uh, back when I used to go down to New York to go to the studio with, uh, with Spot. Shout out to Spot. Um, I, remember, I remember talking about the leak of the album with him and his producers when, when I was down there. So it's definitely like spring 2006. Okay. All um, right. So what about you though? Like what, what, because we already talked about me being a bigger fan of Lupe at this time, but when, yeah. like what made you a, what did it for you? Um, first it was conflict diamonds. Then it was, uh, he gets the girl and then actually bounce kick push. Like, um, yeah, because Kick Push, I'm trying to remember, I think that came out either, I don't think that just came out with the leak of the album. I think that came out like right just before the leak of the album. It came out before. Because um, that, that was, we'll, we'll talk about it, but that yeah. was the skateboard days. Like, Yeah, you know. I got pigeon. <clears throat> so, yeah, I guess that would be it for me. And, and you know, it was interesting, like to be honest, when his album leaked, I didn't really listen to it that much. Like I didn't really give it a shot. Like I wasn't even hearing him yet. I, don't, I can't even remember what I was listening to. Um, but for some reason, like, Lupe wasn't really on my radar. There was like a lot that. of music. There was a lot of music going. I know we, we kind of say that the, the mid-2000s are a really dark period of hip-hop, but there was still a lot of music going on back then. So that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, that, no, 2006, that was, that was tough. Anyway, um... So let's talk about the um, let's talk about the leak because the leak is almost more important to Lupe's history than than the actual album, right? Yes, I, w- I would agree. So I w- I would agree with that. So tell everybody if they haven't heard it, why was the leak? Ver- what what made the leak version better? Well, <sighs> first of all, it is better, right? Um, at the time, yes. Oh, okay. Um, now mm, I don't know. All right, and what um, made it better? It was more, it was definitely an album. At the time, it seemed like a lot of the records on the retail were forced. 
mm. um, that you could tell that, that Atlantic was sitting on the record, sitting on the album because it didn't have hit records. And, and the, um, the advanced copy doesn't. It doesn't have any hit records. It has really good records, but there's no hit song other than Kick Push. Um, so, I mean, but it's got records like Ghetto Story, uh, it's first time you hear just might be okay. Uh, make sure real recognize real, which was actually a precursor to the cool. Cause it talks about the streets. Um, it talks about, um, somebody else too. I'm, I'm blanking out, but, um, you know, never lies, which later on becomes the instrumental, no place to go, which comes, which becomes hurt, hurt me. Soul. um, the original version of Kick Push 2 with the, uh, I think that was a James Brown sample. Uh, American Terrorist, which at the time was, was Close Your Mind. There was a, a lot of dope records on this album. Um, so, again, there was like a, a, a large period where you didn't hear these records or you didn't hear, but this is all you had of Lupe. Yeah. So then you get so used to it by the time you hit a retail and there's so many changes and flips, you're, you're mad no matter what. Yeah. So... F- for me, what was weird about what's weird about hearing this is that so most of virtually everybody listening to this podcast hasn't really heard, probably hasn't heard any of my beats from this era, right? The beats that I was making, which coincidentally mm. happened to sound almost identical to how Lupe's producers make beats. Yeah, <laughs> um, to the point where I was like, oh, it, it's weird to listen to this. It's like hearing an alternate version where I was as a producer in two thousand six, but. You know, it's a lot of soul sampling, but not in the pitched up sort of like stereotypical um, Rockefeller way, right? Um, yes. Definitely more into like the early 70s as opposed to like 60s. I'm getting real super nerdy about it, but like you are. Um, just the way that the you can, what's really interesting to me to go back and listen to both the retail and the advance is so he was never signed to Rockefeller. Um, yeah, Jay exec produces this, but. I feel like he never, I feel like on this album, he doesn't quite escape the shadow of Rockefeller, right? The beats remind me, a lot of these beats sort of remind me of like, hey, I wish I had just Blaze. Like, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, like, just might be okay. We're really prolific, right? So, I mean, these are dope beats, but like pressure and prolific, I mean, and just might be okay. Or like, those are really like, just straight just blaze bites like I, yeah just might be okay as a straight just blaze bite and, well we're gonna talk i want to talk about pressure in a little bit but um no i just feel like he never really escapes it sort of like but i feel like that's also probably the sound of that time like i think we kind of forget that um because this is before um kanye's third album where he sort of started to switch his style up so kanye up leading up to this kanye has two really successful um albums you know Dipset still doing, you know, doing whatever. Like that's the predominant sound of quote unquote East Coast hip hop. And even though makers, yeah. makers, and even though Lupe is from Chicago, like clearly his sound is quote unquote East Coast, right? Sure. Um. So, which he later gets mad at. Yeah. So, oh, the, the to me the biggest. So yeah. So I might. I really kind of want to take my time. Maybe I might before I really get into what we're gonna do for next week's. Uh, show I, I might maybe tonight or tomorrow maybe try to do like a real good 1.5 just because um i feel like he made a lot of really great records i just don't know if what actually got released on the retail 
sort of all fit together. You know what I mean? Um, but some of it's just a victim of the times. Like, yeah. So I want to talk about, let's talk about some specific songs, right? So, um, I gotcha. Um, yeah. You know, this is the, this is the, the real lead single, right? So like yeah. kick push was, that was released early in part due to the success of, cause he was on touch the sky, which was the very last single from late registration. That's early 2006. And that, yeah. that actually does really well. So, yes. um, so coming right off the heels of that is kick push, which to me, like, I, I, I think kick push, I, everybody, I'm hoping everybody listening to this thinks that kick push is classic, but I think it's, that song is actually, it becomes a burden for Lupe in the future. It does. It does. Um, because I think does. like to his label, that's what they think Lupe does. Yeah. And, and so that's what they, so that's what they do. They like they end up boxing him in as the skateboard rapper. Cause at this time, skateboarding is becoming more urban. You've got Terry Kennedy, all these other rappers or whatever. You've kind of got the skateboard style of dress coming in. So they're like, Oh, Lupe makes a song about skateboarding, which really isn't about skateboarding. Oh, that's interesting. And that's not what I, that's not what I was saying at all. What? I was going to say that they thought that Lupe was a skilled rapper who had who who could do hooks when he needed to and who knew how to talk about chicks in a different way instead of making stereotypical chick songs that's what kick hmm. pushes right it and if you look at now just even if you don't agree with me think about that when we talk about his next his later singles on his later albums right so kick bush is a love it's a it's a song about a girl right but it's clever it's not going mm-hmm. through the motions so even though yeah, it's okay. It's your lead single, and it's you know it's about a girl, whatever. Like it's not stereotypical, right? And I think that um, for whatever reason, Lupe forgets that you can do that as his career goes on. I actually heard Kick Push was about selling drugs. Well, then it's about three things. But it's, and, and let's 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 clarify this. Let's yes. clarify this. Me, Doc, and I are not going to spend this entire episode deciphering Lupe lyrics. No, not at all. In fact, we'll I'm going to leave it to you. To decipher some of these, but um, wow. thanks, <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. Um, but so, Kick Push is classic. But then I gotcha. You know, okay. So the album gets delayed. Kick Push. I thought it was a nice little bus single, but to be honest, it didn't really sell that well. Nah, it it, it definitely flopped. And this is this is. I, I think, think this flopped. is. I mean, at this time, this is like wave number what of the Neptunes three. This is wave number three. Oh, you, oh, you, oh I'm sorry. You think I gotcha flopped? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got you flopped. But it's yeah. not, no, no, it, no, no, no. Kick, no, Kick Push did very well. It, it did very well, but it didn't do like a, it didn't blow it up. It didn't blow up, but it was it was good. Um, it was a really good buzz single. Really good buzz single. So then, I got you was supposed to be like the, you know, that was supposed to be the song. And in retrospect, they really would have been just better just putting he gets the girl as the <laughs> right. Yeah, because they cleared it. Yeah, yeah. They if they it. wanted to, do, if they wanted to do that, that would have been better. Um, the problem is, it's just not an A grade Neptune's beat at all you know you know it's funny did you do you did you listen to that or did you read that quest love song about or that quest love story about pharrell yeah about how he kind of like forces his beats yeah. on people yeah he kind of like makes you this sounds like a i'm making this for you and this is all you get mm. so eh, i mean you know and I, then pharrell is really like hands-on with the hooks this is just all really like you know, Pharrell makes sure he gets that publishing check. He makes sure his, his, his something I, is on. I don't know. I, in retrospect, I didn't think it was that bad. I think it's hurt a little bit by... The, I'm going to get extra nerdy. I think it's hurt a little bit by the mix. Um, it's that's The song doesn't, like, knock at all. 
So there's really no, no there's no low end to the song at all. So you really if you it's try, not during the verses, like 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 maybe four four to six to eight bars in, there's no a little bit, but like I don't know. I feel the nothing nothing in knocks knocks. Yeah, and and so the, what you end up doing is like if you try to like really like play the slide to get that bit, because I'm thinking like you know I'm listening to my car or whatever, and you end up just overemphasizing. I don't know it. I, I, I'm trying to like be nice to this on technicality, but yeah, it's a disappointment. But I, okay. I thought that it was. I don't think it's as bad as it was sort of treated by Lupe's fans. No, it was because I liked the song at the time. I thought I just, people it, really like came down hard. They did. Because um, at this time, Lupe is a skateboard rapper, so he has an entirely different audience that wants him to make skateboard records, and this is not a skateboard record. Mm. And, and at this time, even weren't the, weren't the Neptunes kind of like facing a little bit of backlash, like oversaturation? People were, were a little tired of them by this point. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to think my Neptunes timeline here. When um, did it, when did In My Mind come out? Because this feels like this is like right before that. Yeah, this feels like an In My Mind. Oh wait, maybe after In My Mind is that right? Nah, is in, in, my, is nah, in My Mind was late '06, like summer oh, was it fall '06. Really? Yeah. Oh. And when did hold on? When did this come out? No, oh wait, this came out oh, September nineteenth. Oh, so this actually came out before. In my mind, I'm sorry. In my mind comes out summer, um, '06. Wow, yeah, great album. Love that album. That album's terrible. That album is is amazing. The Questlove remix, which I well, actually need you really to dope. send. You need me to. You need to uh, send that to me, please. You drop out okay. box that for me because I, I lost it when my when my iPod conked out on me. But so for those who aren't aware, um, they went back and re-recorded. Um, Questlove basically re-recorded. Um, got the uh, got the roots to sort of do a live performance of the beats for um, for us in my mind called it out of my mind, um, and it's 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 really dope. The only thing that's kind of weird is the songs that were my favorite songs on in my mind don't translate as well as i'd like um specifically the jay song young girl i think that's yeah, i, I think, didn't like young i think i think young girl is one of the forgotten songs from jay's catalog yeah because that was in the that was in the period of jay's decline but i, I really like that jay verse and i really I, like, I love that beat too i yeah, can't believe I that was not a single that was just he has some singles man they but they put out the wrong singles they put out Number one, which is which is number one's terrible. Number one is so dope. What? Yes, that is number I, one is everything I do not like about Lupe and Kanye. I, I'm sorry, Lupe and Kanye. Kanye, no. It it is nah. definitely a self serving track. Like that is a track that they totally got. They they cleared that record because they were Kanye and Pharrell and in 2006, and not because it was a good record. That that um, no no I that to me like if those two ever had a shiny suit period it would be the it would be the it would the be shiny, that song the sh- yes it was and yes, I don't it, want that, that. Video was that video was so gaudy that's, that's why I said I want song is terrible yo yo if I can, if I can get a, a silk shirt opened up <laughs> in a planetarium and I could just dance like I'm gonna do that in one of my videos no joke that joke was dope but no, uh, anyway. Angel that was a bad single but they had a, a gang I really like you that girl was released as a single way too late um yeah they yeah they 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 messed up that Pharrell album bad but anyway never mind that they totally blew the buzz like he had from Frontin like why weren't there just songs like Frontin on there why why did clones exist oh I got lots of questions we gotta do a Neptune's podcast we gotta do a Neptune's that- podcast Oh man! All right, 
That say that that will be like your one of your standard podcasts, won't it? You're talking to a guy who, to this day, still like a lot of my drums are just really super tweaked versions of an old Neptune's drum kit I got. <laughs> um, anyway, back to Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, we're, so we're still Lupe on food and liquor, um, which is good. So, can I just tell you the the funniest song on this album? What's that? It's the Mike Shinoda beat, like the instrumental. I I just cannot listen to that and not laugh. Wow, what's wrong with it? Well, I mean, it's terrible, but <laughs> it. It's just such a slice of 2005 and 2006. Like uh, I, back when it, there was like a moment where all of a sudden Mike Shinoda is like breaking away from Linkin Park and is producing. Um, yeah, this and is it's the, like, this, oh, so he's going to be urban, quote unquote. Um, this is the um, this is the they always do that. They have like the, the white guy from a totally different genre who kind of goes in and does urban stuff. <laughs> so it was like Gwen Stefani, Adam Levine, Travis Barker. Uh, Travis Barker, Mike Shinoda. Oh, Travis Barker yeah. actually is really dope at the drums. But anyway. No, he is. He is. He is. Um, this song is so out of place in this album. So incredible. It is. And somebody break down the box. The first verse is like, is irritating. He opens a box and he locks it on top of the box. Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm going to get into Lupe being too deep for his own good a little bit later. But oh, there's yeah, a lot nah. of that. There's a whole lot of that. Um. Especially in this, actually in this period, like he he kind of switches it up a little later on, but oh no, um, when we talk about the cool, yeah, right. yeah, the cool, and even like some of these records, like like records like Failure, that are dope, but like you know, I don't want to sit down and feel like I'm taking a, a science test <laughs> with with my music. Not saying I want to completely ignorant, but you know, there's a such thing as too much. So, um, you know, I always like I was really like Sunshine. I always thought. Sunshine was dope. I thought that could have been a single. Could have been a single. Like that could have been a cool little single. Like Lupe actually makes really dope girl records. Except he seemingly hates himself for doing it. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, we're we're gonna really talk about that when we talk about lasers. Um. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Have you? Seen, okay. Never mind. So never mind. Let's let's talk about. That. Yeah. So um, actually, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this track listing for the retail. I mean, like daydreaming. I love. Okay, question about daydreaming. Okay. Craig Con- Craig Cowman really did that beat. He looped it. He he was so, like he was involved, and since okay, he's the and since he's the president or whatever of of his label, he he gets to put his name on it. It's just a wow. loop of the sample. Even the drums. I'm pretty sure it's all there. Wow. Yeah, but daydream is dope. Daydream is dope. He say she say is dope. Um, Sunshine's dope. The cool is dope. I that's, love the cool, man. The cool is definitely. I don't think Kanye. <clears throat> I don't think Kanye produced this though. Yeah, that sounded like a. Um, well, I don't know. He. I mean, Kanye's pretty good about giving writing credits to the right people and everything like that. Nah, not in this era. Nah, I mean, because I'm trying to think. I don't remember all of his ghost producers. I think his most well known was Brian Alday Miller, and that's only because he produced Down and Out, which is one of quote unquote Kanye's best beats. That's, no, that's um, not. But anyway, um, what? That's not one. Of, that's not one of those. No, nah, that, that's a cool beat. But come on, man. When people talk about Kanye's best beats, they don't mention "Down and Out." They don't mention Cameron. I hope they don't mention that song. Um, I don't even know if that would be in my top twenty. That's because you're a Kanye stan. That doesn't count. All right. You ask. You ask. This is a nerdy show. podcast. Come on. It is a nerdy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We're. That's right. We are now arguing about. Um, a hypo- about a hypothetical type 20 of a producer <laughs> who isn't even who's only tangentially involved in this entire podcast anyway oh, 
Yeah. I like the quote. No, I you know, I was funny. I was listening to it today and I sort of thought that maybe it was um Ghost Produce, but you know what? I, I've never listened to the original uh, sample from this. So obviously those are the funky drummer drums. Yeah, um, definitely. But, um the sample Kanye sometimes he will sample like things that are way out of left field. I, I feel yeah. like this is probably almost a loop. It is. So it really I'm... might just be like it's a weird loop with 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 James Brown drums. Okay. Um but you know, might be who knows? Maybe it is Ghost Produce. But I, I like the song. It's not, you're right, it's not a typical Kanye song. And if anything, when you look at the track listing initially, you know, you're thinking to yourself, Kanye, Lupe, mid-2006, you're expecting, you know, soul sample galore. But um, yeah, they, you're expecting they go left field. Um, can, we, can we talk about how much I do not like pressure? Sure. Let me tell you, this beat is, it's just, it's really the stereotypical look how many pseudo Rockefeller beat stereotypes I can use all at once and quotation. Like it's re this song bothers me as a producer. Like the intro is so, Oh man, it's like it's if, 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 a, if a beat could be a, like a poser, this, that's what this beat is. Like it, I just can't even explain my hatred for it. Like, it's like, cause you know what it is? All of us producers who, who sort of were coming of age in the mid two thousands. Um, we would read like the articles in Scratch and in Double XL, and yeah. and there was you know, I, one time Just Blaze was talking to one of these magazines about how you know he would try to like he tried to make beats how he would um like like he's imagining a real band would do it. so he puts little turnarounds in places and all sorts of stuff like that and to me this beat is like oh so Just Blaze can do it. I can do it too you know and they go in and you got little riffs here and drum it's like you know what just just sit down. Just Bird make a beat. Yeah. Oh, the, the intro is just, it's like, it's got like the Colbert report, like Eagle, like swooping in, like the <laughs> intro. <Colbert report>. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this beat, it's, um, I'm trying to, I can't think of the right word, but it's going to drive me. Uh, I'll come back to it later. It's just bad. And the hook. The oh, hook is, they, they, cause even on the advanced trials and tribulations isn't good either. This hook is really bad. So this, they were, so, so not only did they, they were so, you got to think about this. They were so bent on this beat making the album. They had it on the advance. They scrapped that record. They redid it, got a hook on it, and then used that for the Jay-Z feature. Because that was a big deal at the time. I know. Executive producing this album. It sort of reminds me, and I can't believe I'm bringing them up. Um, like, so J. Cole. Yes, I, this screams J. Cole. No, like, you know, when, when he... When he Worked really hard to get Jay on the album. And then, you know, he uses what sort of ended up being like a weird sort of imitation of uh, a song off Watch the Throne. You know, this, yeah. like, to me, this is like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I need Jay on a beat. Well, it needs to sound like a Rockefeller beat. So instead, it just sounds like all the worst parts of the Rockefeller beats. Yeah. <sighs> the mid, I'm telling you, the mid-2000s were Struggle City. <laughs> no, for Purdue, you didn't know where to go. Such struggle city. It is. It's like, you know, on one hand, you know, you've got you've got the Rockefeller sound, but you know, Jay's retired and nobody really knows yeah. what's going on and Kanye's yeah. sort of moving in the direction. Yeah. Dipset is peaking and then sort of falling a little bit. Nobody really knows yes. what's going on there. You got, you know, it's at by this point it's no longer, hey, the South is coming. Like, no, the South is here. T I is owning. Like, you know, like we're getting to that era. Jeezy, you know, so like Ah, uh, yes. So you're right. For, uh, you know, if you are a producer of quote unquote East Coast music, you're starting to feel like crowded in. And that's, this is around the time period we start getting like Mims and 
Um, and Jim Jones, we so like we get. You know, it wasn't this the era of jibs? Wasn't changing? Yeah. Oh this man, time? jibs. I'm so sorry. As a representative of St. Louis, I know that we have consistently put out really bad music. I apologize for jibs and in Huey and and. But listen, Podlock and drop it. That beat is nice. Uh, <laughs> no, the only the best thing to come out of St. Louis was the hood hop beat. Oh, you know, Jake Jake Quan had some beats though. He did. That first album had some joints well, on it. Well, who, who, who produced it? Was it Track Stars? Yeah, Track Stars. They, had, you know he, what it is? They just had the biggest drums ever. And people liked yeah. it. Their drums were just massive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that hood hot beat was retarded. Lupe did some over the hood hot beat. I did something over the hood hot beat. You got that? No, but I kind of... Wait, this is like 05, 06? Yeah, that was on Wake Up 1. Oh, man. You know, I don't have Wake Up 1. Nobody has Wake <laughs> Up 1. <laughs> um... You know, what I, yo, you know what I found online yesterday? Uh-oh. I found, you remember before people could put pictures on Facebook, you had web shots? Yeah. I found my old web shots account. Wow. It's still up. Yo, you know what was up there? It was the cover art and the track listing for the So Volume 4. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yo, you know um, <laughs> your uh, lyrical thread is, is on Bandcamp. You know that, right? What is Remember, remember that, remember that track you did for Elwin, Lyrical Threat, with the boom sample. No. <laughs> okay, we have, we, we it had the it had the Royce boom sample, and you put a and you put a, a break beat over it and a really bad bass line. <laughs> oh man! I kid you not, it's so oh, bad. Oh God! Listen, uh, man. I'm gonna play it for Wait, you. That was when I. F- that's on Bandcamp. Yeah, Can Elwin, Elwin put out Plea the Fifth uh, too. He re-released. I, I need a cease and desist for that. My <laughs> Get my white person lawyer. I'm a lawyer up, man. I can't. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Anyway, so yeah, we have Ooh. some things to talk about offline. So anyway, food and liquor. Um, uh, I love Emperor Soundtrack. <laughs> I'm just going right back into it. Emperor um, Soundtrack. I, lo- I love American Terrorists. Um, you know what it is? I just got... The beat is all right. Um... Matthew Santos, I, I like in, in doses. Um, yeah. If I'm picking white guys who do hooks on rappers from Chicago's, I'm taking him over Mr. Hudson. But oh yeah, you know, say um, I'll take me over Mr. Hudson. Well, except for um, why I love you, which is oh yeah, because you love that song. We're gonna talk about Watch the Th- You're gonna come to grips with Watch the Throne someday. No, anyway. I have come to grips on Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne was dope. Oh, oh, okay. It was dope. Well, we'll, it was dope. We'll, we'll save that for, yeah. yeah. We'll save that later. Um, Kanye podcast. Kanye. Kanye. We're gonna start hyping that hyping that up already. <laughs> anyway, um, how do you feel about Kick Push Two? I like I like the sample. I like the original version better. They couldn't clear that sample. Um, it was a. I want to say it was a James Brown sample. It was on the the advanced version of a uh, Food and Liquor. I liked it. I don't. I'm not really big on the final version. Mm. It's cool, but I, I, I like it like better than I remember. I, it sounds better than I remember. Um, like I remember hating it. Um, Probably because part one was so dope. Yeah, and you know, some some so need part two. And can I just say, you know, rappers out there, if you're listening, please do not think that you are supposed to do twelve minute outros. Yo, it is son. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you doing? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because Kanye did it. Oh. You're right. Yeah. 
So, can I just say, did you realize that he re-released Food and Liquor with with bonus tracks for the for the fifth anniversary? Yeah, I heard. I remember that because the cover was white instead of black. The most important thing is there's a mastered version of theme music to drive by on that. Oh, yeah. yo, yeah. theme music to a drive by. Yeah, yo, <laughs> that joint is retarded. And and a full version of and then he gets the girl. It's yeah. like four minutes, yeah. which is it. But the other two minutes are pointless. So here's what I don't get. They must have cleared that before the album because. They no, they cleared it later. It was supposed to be uh, on um, the cool. That wouldn't have fit in with the cool. No, 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 no. It was supposed to be on something retail because I remember him talking about. They were asking him about his second album, and he was talking about the cool. Like yeah. I don't think by this point he really made it made a conscious decision that the cool was going to be dark as it was. Mm. So I know he because you know he laid the groundwork. Um, real recognized, real the cool. So he was already like placing pieces together and i remember reading an interview with lupe where he said that and then he gets the girl was going to be this was going to be a single on the second album and they had cleared the sample well that's it and then he gets the girl but not theme music to a drive-by yeah yeah no no not theme music to a drive-by so no, no, no. i mean unless they went back and cleared a sample specifically for a re-release of a five-year-old album which sounds weird then they had it cleared ahead of time and they just didn't use it I can't. I, I can't believe that. There's no uh, way that you could possibly release food and liquor when you ha- without having theme music to a drive-by as your intro. True. I, I just don't. You didn't like. Well, you didn't like real or real just fe- just pales in comparison. No, to, I mean, no, I mean, theme music to a drive-by is the is the intro, and then real is the second song. I agree with that. See, now I'm gonna have to do one point a real good one point five because yeah, so I, I um. What I've been listening to for a while, actually, my ver- the food the ver- version of Food and Liquor I've been listening to for a while is um it's really 1.5 put out by uh that uh the people I I hang out with on Sound Circuit uh, put together, and I, so I shared it with with Armand this week and he immediately went crazy because apparently Gemini got taken out of something, <laughs> out of ghetto story, which is ridiculous, um, which is um uncalled for and unnecessary because <laughs> ghetto story at the time was perfect i it, it definitely did not age well mm. but you know the record was dope but but anyway um shout out to sound circuit for that because there you know it was a good mixture of the two but I, I feel like i might be able to do something a little bit different anyway um so you had a well-received advanced version you had a pretty well received retail that might have actually aged better than we realized um so where does this set up lupe for next uh it's 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 really interesting where lupe goes from here um dang i'm trying to think excuse me i'm trying to think of what happened between food and liquor and the cool so he had some um he had some like personal stuff going on. So uh his dad dies of type two diabetes, Chili goes to prison. Yeah. Um and uh and he kinda blows up a little bit, like um he he got a Grammy for Daydream. Yeah. He he was in think, you think Craig Common bought that? <laughs> No, I think people really like Daydreaming. Also, it was best urban slash alternative performance. 
That video was so retarded, though. I like. I really with like the, that song. with the robot. That's see, I like that. That's genius. How is that genius? Because it's kooky, man. It's it's weird. It's unique. That's sort of why people like Lupe. I see. I I'm not coming. To, I see. I I think I have a different perspective on Lupe because, like, to me, like when I hear, you know, stuff like Kick Push, like he was a lyrical rapper who could be kind of quirky and different, right? Without going off on the deep end. I thought that's where he sort of was, but that's not what like, but to you, like for him, I think, you know, he, it was more about lyricism. I think other people started different things, but I don't know. I think like from, a, from like a, a more mainstream perspective on Lupe at the time, I think that he sort of had like, um, he had a good little niche he was carving out for himself. I agree with that. Um, and that, to me, that was almost the biggest mistake of I gotcha is that they totally misunderstood his appeal. They didn't get it at all. They went the typical, they thought, oh, he's a rapper. Well, we need a Neptune's beat. Right. Right. Um, and that's, you know, that might have worked in 2001 where even like Neptune's throwaways were, you know, smashes. But, um, you know, in Bio 6, you, if you, you needed, you kind of needed the, uh, if for a single anyway, you needed the A grade Neptune's beat. Now, what we didn't realize at the time, of course, is that they were about they were about ready to release um, the Clip second album, which is genius but is insanely dark and would have not worked well as a lead single. <laughs> we need to yeah. talk about that album sometime. Yeah, do you think that we need to do a a Clips retrospective? I would actually I, enjoy doing that. I, I don't know if there's enough. I guess nah, because we could we could do we could do the we got it for cheap. Yeah, so yeah, the three we got it for cheap's hell have no fury, Lord willing, till the casket drops, and then pushes Def Jam stuff or pushes okay, so good music stuff. All right, we can even talk about Malice's book and all that other stuff. All right, so, all right. that's a, that's yeah. an episode. You can do that. See, Clock Radio speakers were inspiring episodes on the fly. Um, Bam. <laughs> um. So yeah, so, get, so so Lupe he he's getting a little mainstream little mainstream buzz. Um, yep. so, you know, that should set him up real nicely for the second album, right? And it did. Oh, it, it definitely did. So lead single, Superstar. Flex bomb. <laughs> What'd you Love. think? What do you think of Superstar? I, at the time I loved Superstar. Mm. Loved, loved Superstar. The hook is money. The beat is dope. I like the fact that he was able to tie the concept in the concept of the album into the first single without it being without kind of like making it making making it minuscule making it smaller mm-hmm. it was still a single to where it could be played by itself but then it was still a, a puzzle in the grand scheme of the the story of the cool um but yeah i loved it i loved the remix the remix had jeezy and, and ti fresh out of jail on it where T.I. was like rapidy rapping. I don't know if anybody remembers that period. Uh, we need to do a T.I. retrospective too. We just um, got a whole list going. Yeah, we're just coming up with stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a period. I don't. Was that Paper Trail or was that T.I. versus T.I.P. where he was like really sitting down. He's making a point to write his lyrics. So like every word rhymed. He kind of was sound like Eminem. But <laughs> yeah, he was like do he like in the song he's like do re, he he rhymed like do re mi fa so la ti do with G code or something like that. And then he's so gay and it's okay and like it is crazy. But um nah, Superstar was dope. Superstar was super dope. And I, it rang off live too. What about you? I liked you it. Um I liked it. I don't think it was my f- favorite single of his. Um 
I think it's aged really well. Um, I always get sort of weird. I don't know. I always feel sort of weird when, you know, here's a rapper who didn't even go gold in his first single, on his first album, don't forget. And he's already rapping about being a superstar. I don't know. Um, sometimes rappers fall into cliches where they, they too quickly stop rapping about sort of like everyday stuff that makes them relatable to people and start rapping about being successful rappers. Um, <laughs> my alarm, my alarm bells go off when that starts okay. to happen. Um, okay. But you know, I don't know, like it, I, I didn't realize at the time, like how much this was going to sort of like, you're right. Like not only does this single sort of kind of clue you into what the topic of the album is going to be, but sonically, right. It's a big departure from, yeah, from, totally. from his last album. Um, and totally, and you I, know I, I didn't really want to hear that at the time, but I like it now. Um, my wife loves the song. You know why that was, right? Why? Um, he didn't make any money off food and liquor. Because of the samples? Yep. Mm. So there's not one sample on the cool. Yes, there is. Which one? Are you kidding me? What? There's, there's, a, there's multiple samples. Uh, huh? 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 Go Watch is a sample. Paris Tokyo is okay. obviously a sample. Um, right. Okay. All right. I'm looking. But there, there, there were less samples than... Out of out of twenty records, wait, what's this blackout song with Trey Songs? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I never heard that. So out of twenty records, there's one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven sure. samples. Sure. Which which on <clears throat> which compared to food and liquor, that's no, I, a huge drop off. I get that, but you know what? I don't really care <laughs> because that's what I wanted to hear, man. I mean, you know. Um, and, and let me let me say this: like, if you're going to transition from, so he did two things simultaneously. He transitioned. You're right. He he tried to emphasize a different sound with fewer samples, and he also pulled back from having big name guest producers, right? And yeah. look, I I I'm a fan of soundtrack. I don't know if he was talented enough to pull that off on every song. Right. All right, but we're we're gonna get there. Um, okay. So here's what I'm going to tell you what I don't like about the album before I talk about what I do like. Okay. This album is too long, man. It is too long. Um, some of these hooks are really bad. But some name, of them. So hold on. Some. some of the hooks. The, the, there is no in between on this album. The hooks are either great, like Streets on Fire, Hip Hop Save My oh. Life, right? Or they're terrible. Like? Well, I think the coolest is just one of the laziest hooks ever. Um, <laughs> Intruder Alert is creepy. Um, <laughs> hello, goodbye. I, the oh, dot. you're bugging. No, listen. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go through the album a little bit more. Oh, hold on. Um, I will say I appreciate this album more now than I did at the time, but I really wish, and maybe you can speak on this as a rapper. I wish, maybe I'm wrong here, but I feel like he got away from being, from rapping about things that were personal to him and was sort of speaking generically. I feel like he got a little too caught up in trying to make this a concept album. Yeah, but yeah, but you know that that was the whole intent of the album, though. That's why I'm not mad at it. I don't like when rappers do that because almost ex- for the like 99 percent of the time, it never works out as well as they think it does. And it's like the stereotypical like dumb smart rapper, like, oh man, my <laughs> albums. It, there's a concept, you know, and they try to like retroactively make it seem like there was some, you know, big concept behind this whole thing. I think he obviously like American a- Gangster. <laughs> well, that that's a whole other story. Um, you know, Jay-Z retrospective part two, clackradiospeakers.com. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, 
I do feel like there is kind of a concept. I just don't care about the concept of this album, frankly. Okay. But okay. I'm, I'm guessing you're going to disagree with me. Um, I, no, I, I like the concept. I, I don't agree. like that there's two intros. I agree with that. But now I'm nitpicking. So let's talk about the actual songs. So okay. I feel like we can almost go track by track through this. Or at least. Yeah. So I love Go Go Gadget Flow. I hate that song. What? Yeah, I don't like it. Um, Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know why. It just it's one of those records. Like when I hear, because he, this is the first record he did. I went and saw Lupe at a uh, Glow in the Dark. I yeah. went to Open a Night Glow in the Dark in Seattle, and they started on time. I know. I was so mad about that. Yeah, they started on time, and soon as seven thirty hit, the lights went out. Lupe comes out. Nicky Jean was there. Hey, boo. I was, and, I was gonna talk about Nikki Jean, but we'll Yeah, get. we're gonna talk about her a little later. Um and he killed this is like the first record that he did. Mm. And he it, it rung it rings off live. It's sure. dope live. It's super it's super dope live. But it's just one of those records like when I hear it in the car, after maybe it's the fact that my ears are exhausted after two intros. <laughs> maybe that's it. I don't know. I, I really like the song. Um no, speaking of glow in the dark, man. They say the doors open up at seven. We got there at like seven twenty-five, and Lupe's already four songs into a set. And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like, what hip hop yeah. concert has ever started on started time? Started on time? Ever? It's ne- never happens. And here's a hip hop concert with how many rappers on tour? And they somehow, the odds are Lupe actually starts on time. All right, mind. Hey, um, um, quick detour. Mace yes. is officially Mace is officially MMG. Him and Marion. Wow. So, um, so Lupe. <laughs> oh man, I need a moment to to think about my witty comeback to that news. Um, so we can say that they are, man. They, people just don't learn. This is really like Rockefeller Gene and all over again. They are making every single mistake in every possible way. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's like you. I, we predicted this how many episodes ago? We did. Listen to us. Yo, we got to talk, talk offline about all right, all some right. stuff that we need to do. But anyway. Right, back, back to the cool. Um, so you don't like Google Gadget Flow, man. Nah. Something's wrong with you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, how do you feel about the coolest? I like the coolest. Um, I liked it a lot more when it first came out. Listening to it now, it definitely, I, I agree with you. It sounds really lazy. Um, I love the verses though. The verses mm. are super dope. Um, but yeah, the beat is really like plotting and yeah, yeah. And then the, like you said, the hook is really like it's lazy. It comes across as as, as pretty lazy. So, um, and obviously you said you love Superstar. Yeah, love Superstar. Love Paris uh, Tokyo. Love Paris Tokyo. See, love Paris again. Tokyo. This is the type of records that his label thinks he should be making. Yeah, this was this was what the was this the third single? Third single. This is kind of like Kick Push Two in a way. I don't know. I feel like why because why because they had a why because of the, the 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 tribe feel of the song a little bit, but also I don't know. I feel like this is sort of in that same vein, like stylistically. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, it's kind of cool. It's laid back, like laid back. The 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 break beat. The break beat. Um. The flow on it. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. I, but, I, I, I can see that. But, but I, yeah, this is a dope record. I like it. This is, yeah. Um, high definition is just so weird. It is weird. I love his verses on here. I'm, I'm not really big on the hook and the Snoop appearance is really random. Can I just say, this has got to be 
if you if you think about contrasts between technical abilities at the time of rappers on one track, this is about as big of a gap as it gets. Like yes. Snoop, I mean, look, Snoop in 93, incredible, right? Duke of Flow, he had everything. Snoop in 07, oh, he is right in faux chisel. Is this, is this, uh, is this um, sexual seduction? It's before that. Okay. I when think, did that come out? 08? Now you got me looking up. That song is, is genius, though. Um, that song is genius. Hold on. And that's wait, what's that's what who, Snoop should be doing at who, this point. Wait, who produced? Didn't didn't someone that you would never expect produce that? Yeah, I almost want to. God, who was that? I don't know. Look it up. Um, but you're right. Somebody, somebody unexpected produced that. Hold on. Oh, it's Shorty Red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got a couple of those beats, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a couple of those, you know, fruity pebbles, fruit roll-ups beats. <laughs> Um. Anyway, yeah. High anyway. definition is weird. What? What about Gold Watch? What do you think of Gold Watch? The sample's really weird. Um, I feel like I should like it more than I do, but I don't know. It's all right. It doesn't fit in the scheme of the album. It hasn't. I don't believe it has anything to do with the uh, the storyline. Like it kind of has these commercial break songs that don't have to do with the album. And um, yeah, I'm cool off of this one. So. Obviously, you want to talk about hip hop save my life, right? Yes, you love, love that song. this record. Yeah, yeah. Record was I never super realized. Dope. I never realized this was about um, Slim Thug. Yeah. Um, yep. He went down to he went down to Houston to shoot and the Slim video Thug. And, yeah. yeah, and Slim Thug and Bun B picked him up from the airport. And he and they showed him such hospitality. He was so moved by the city of Houston um, that uh, he ended up wrote, writing a record about about it. Yeah. Um, I, I get a feeling from looping on this album. Sometimes I feel like he's writing from, he's not writing about himself a lot. You ever get no. that feeling? And and he and he he doesn't for the most part. I, isn't that kind of weird? No. Yeah, like, I mean, some rappers don't get into their personal life. Some rappers, it's kind of like you know how they used to always say, you know, hip hop is is the hood street is CNN. I knew you were gonna go there. Yeah, I mean, well, so, you know, you never, Dan Rather never had to explain his personal life, you know. But I, 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 I agree with you, though. I, 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 I enjoy my rappers to actually talk about things that affect them from their perspective and not just report the news. Or at the very least, something that could believably be from their perspective. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I like hip hop saying my life. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a real dope song. That, was that a single? Yes, it was. Second yeah, single. Second single. Second um, single, Intrude, Intruder Alert. I'm really cool with. Um, yeah, that record is stupid. Um, Streets on Fire. This is my favorite Lupe record ever. Mm. Record is retarded. I don't even know if this is my favorite record on the album. Oh yeah, you bugged me. Oh yeah, it's cool. Um, I. <sighs> this is gonna be weird. I think Lupe might be outshined by the hook on this. The hook is that good. The hook is dope. I mean, that beat is retarded, too. Beat's really Those... good. So, like, Lupe's clearly going for, like, a slightly... I don't want to call it alternative, but he's trying to evolve his sound to be something different. And to me, Streets on Fire and Superstar are, like, the two, like... Those are the best personifications of this new sound he's trying out. Okay. At the end of the album, he also tries to go there and doesn't do so well. 
right? Yeah, yeah, and they were really trying to push that record. We'll talk about that though. Which uh, which record? Uh, Go Baby. Oh God. Um, Streets on Fire is really dope. I just you know, um, it's a great song. Yeah. Little weapon. Little weapon. Mm. It's okay. Mm. I don't like Bishop G's verse. Um, yeah. I like Lupe's. I like Lupe's verse, and um, I like the hook, and I like uh, the build up of the beat. But I, I'm I not really big on Bishop G's verse. The beat is weird. Um, how about Gotta Eat? No. No, but we can all agree how incredible Dumb It Down is. Yes. So I love this song. Yes. Right. Didn't um, didn't Push it get on this beat? Didn't the clips get on this? Did they was really? Because this... I'm gonna need to listen to that right now. I think that I might was have on to the, stop um, the podcast to listen to Push the, on this um, beat. <laughs> that was on the Play Clothes mixtape. Remember the Play Clothes mixtape? No, I don't. Um, yeah, and they rapped over um, "Swing Your Rag" and ooh. Feds taking pictures. Ooh. Yeah, I got a growing list of 1.5s I need to make now. This, I believe, this was right before the Reup Gang album came out. Oh, that was a mistake. Yes. Um, we all forgot that one existed. So Dumb It yes. Down is really interesting to me. Um, <clears throat> so this is a single too. This I believe this is the buzz this single. This is a buzz single. Um, I thought this I like I thought this was great. Um, so the third verse on this is just man. Dude is on another level sometimes. Yeah. Like when he goes there, he's there. Yeah. Um yeah, I just don't even know what to say about the song. You know, it's it's obviously a really minimalistic beat. Um, that's part of the the concept behind the song. Um, you know, the only thing I'll say is, like, as great as so this song is great. It's fantastic. This might be my favorite song on the album. Wow, I can because I can just listen to these verses over and over and over again. Um, but I don't know. So like. As I listen to like Lupe's entire career and everything, sometimes he just really likes to. T- sometimes he he tries to talk about, um, I, you know, I'm not really formulating this argument well. I guess what I was gonna say is like, he's sort of like, I mean, he's talking about rapidy rappers, really. Um, yeah. To to a certain degree, I think this is when he does it really well. I think there are other times in his career when he goes to the same zone, but it becomes sort of like a caricature of itself. Yes. All right, that's what I was trying to say. Um. And for oh, wait, me, hold on. Oh, go ahead. I'm so, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, now for me, the album should just end right here. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, um, I'm really okay with not having the rest of the album around. Okay. I'm guessing me, you're going to agree disagree with me. I am. Right. Um, but let, let me rewind back. Remember our, our, uh, our blue-eyed soul um, um, thing about Adam Levine and yeah, yeah. all those guys. Patrick Stump from Fallout Boy, they were trying to push him into that role too because he produced Little Weapon. You remember his solo yeah, album? Yeah, no, I don't remember his solo album. Actually. There you go, because it fly, it, it, his mm-hmm. whole that whole push flopped. Gotcha. They were trying to make him the next, you know, cool the 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 uh, the token white guy, but it didn't work. But uh, yeah, I, I totally disagree with you. After Dumb It Down, Hello Goodbye is retarded. No, um, no, this it's is basically. Okay. I'm going to just vehemently disagree with you. This is when rappers and the die sort of sonically structure selfishness a little bit at the beginning. But like, I really don't like when rappers try to like, if you're going to do rock music or anything inspired by rock music, you got to do it really well. This right? isn't really. It, it's the, I don't know. To me, it's because it's an uncle sample, uncle's on Like, I, you know, I don't know. 
Go ahead and, and disagree with me. Are I, you? Are you? But I, I'm not familiar. This is the only Uncle song I've ever heard. Same for me. It's just bad. Like I, I really like. This is not what I want to hear Lupe on at all. Yeah, you're bugging. The record is dope. You don't like Gadget Flow. <laughs> you don't like Hello Goodbye. You don't like Kamei. <laughs> Jeez. Um, nah, this record is dope. All right. Man. Yeah, right. dope, dope, and, dope. And how about dope. the you like the die? I do like the die. I like that this is when the album should have ended. All right. The die was dope. I like how it ended. Jim and I, can I just talk about how Jim and I repeatedly washes Lupe on every track they ever get on? Um, I might agree with you on the FNF Dynasty. Joint. FNF Dynasty, the die, and we on. I don't know about We On. Wait, what era is We On from? We On is actually this era. I think it's right before the cool. Okay, so. Because um, th- that was, no, no, no. It was, um, it was after. Was it after? I want to say it was early 08. It was after, after the cool drop because Troubles of the World was supposed to be the, the first FNF release. And they had a video for this and they were really trying to push it. No, I'm, if this is accurate. This is, oh, maybe I'm trying to think this. Looks like it might be late 07. Is this right? Potentially, because it, it it's leaked. right about a, that time. It leaked a while before they got a video for it. It was out mm. for a long time before they got a video for it. And the video was kind of lazy. It was just them standing back to back from each other and the camera would spin around and they would just rap really fast. But nah, Jim, Gemini is dope. Shout out to Gemini, Jim Stones. Um, he just popped up uh, on a friend of mine Lavoisier single still rapidly rapping but um yeah shout out to Gemini Gemini is retardedly dope but yeah the album could have ended right here um <laughs> okay put you on game is dope lyrically but that beat is just no yeah and yeah. then the point that you, the point that you were making about Lupe trying to expand his sound I, I assume that you were referring to fighters yeah this is just bad it is bad Go Baby, no. Yeah, they were really trying to push Go Baby. They were really trying to make that the fourth single. Does it need a fourth single? It got got some licensing money because that's how I know it was trying to be the fourth single because um, I heard it on a few commercials. I remember hearing it on a few Mm -hmm. commercials. And they did it at some MTV award show. Um, You know, like they performed during the commercial breaks and stuff. Yeah. Lupe was that guy one year, and they like they were they were using Go Baby to promote that. Mm. So, but no song sucks. Sorry. <laughs> um. So, oh, what's better, the cool or food and liquor? <laughs> oh, they're they're such they're two totally different albums. You almost can't compare them. All right. Well. And, then- Go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I was going to say, ahead. well, so let's try to just say, let me ask you. So is Lupe, was he lyrically better on Food and Liquor or on The Cool? It's, it's weird to say because they were too, I, I, don't, I don't know if you can compare a conceptual album to like a regular album. Okay. I'm not sure when, when, you're, when the, the, the topic is no branch off of kind of branch away from kind of sort of it, it's really hard for me to 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 determine which one is better i'm not sh- i'm not sure i like both they both have their amazingly high ups and they both have really bad lows 
what's I don't the, know. What what's, about the, you? what's the really bad low on food and liquor? Uh, I ain't making you do research. Uh, <laughs> um, it was. I mean, is the worst song the instrumental? <sighs> yeah, probably. If that's your really bad low, I mean, I'll take that over. Um, Coco Gadget Flow? Yeah, I agree. <sighs> Sat through that before you. You just stop it. <laughs> so, anyway, well, so, I, yeah, I mean, to me, you're right. I think they're very different. Um, I think that Lupe, I think flow wise, I think there are points on the cool where he peaks, or at least peaks higher than food and liquor. Right, I think food and liquor. I think it could so like you know in a hypothetical world where they make all the right choices about all the songs that they record. I think that could have been like a classic. I don't consider yeah. I don't consider either of these classics. I know some, not at all. I know there are some people who really gonna disagree with me. I know people who considered the cool the best album that year. Um, yeah, two thousand and seven. Yeah. I would love to see a list of albums that came out that year. I mean, just so I can disagree. Well, well you could. Do, you, I mean, you could just start with graduation. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> when did When did American Gangster come out? Was that oh seven? There you go. Yep. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Um. Yeah. So for me, like I, lyrically, I really, I really like where he went, and there are some, you know, like two thirds of this, one half to two thirds of this album is really, really good, but. I, I will say I sort of miss, like, I really liked what I thought was going to be Lupe's sound. Mm. Right? Because it was my sound. Like, it was the stuff I like to make myself. Right. You know? Um, so I can't help but be a little disappointed by that. But I don't know. I mean, for a second album, is this, like, what you would expect? from? I mean, is, is, do you think at this point he's still in a good place? Everything's yeah, good. Everything's Absolutely. going well. This, Absolutely. Did, this one actually went gold. Um, Absolutely. This was this was a I'd say it was, it was a pretty successful album too, uh, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, he's still in a good place, definitely. All right, so that's the end of '07. So we go into '08. He goes on Glow in the Dark tour. Um, what happens now? <laughs> um, this was the beginning of the Lasers. Uh, cause at the beginning, originally the album was going to be called Lupin, L-U-P-E end. Yep. It was going to be like a double disc album. Um, it's a classic, usually, that's a classic rapidity rapper move, by the way. It's when yeah. you pre-announce something before it's even finished and you claim it'll be a double or triple album or whatever. Actually, wait, wasn't Lupin, oh, Lupin was going to be a triple album. It was going to be a triple, because when that let me know that he was having problems with Atlantic. Hmm. Obviously, whenever an artist, I believe that for the most part, other than your, geez, I don't even know if I could say Art of War or. I, I would um, say, I would say Life After Death. I don't think that was big trying to get off Bad Boy. No, I don't think so either. But, you know, All Eyes on Me, I don't think Diplomatic Immunity was either. But more often than not, I'd say like 70, 30, 65, 35. More often than not, when an artist does a double album, they're trying to get off their trying to get out their contract. Mm. And so it's obvious that uh, a triple album and you probably signed a five album deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're ready to get off. And then he was going to put out the great American, the great American rap album. And it wasn't going to have any tracks on it. It was just going to be track one, track two, track three. 
And then he started doing like because yeah, your label's really gonna like that. Yeah, right, right. Then he started doing the the rock the rock stuff. Uh, what was it called? Like Japanese guitar or cartoon. Japanese cartoon or something like that. Um, also during this time is when CRS starts popping though. Um, well, they only had that one song, right? Well, no, yeah, that was back the, in that was back in um oh seven. That was oh seven. Yeah, because that was the "Can't Tell Me Nothing" mixtape, right? Yes, it was. Um, yes, it was. Because that was the that was the first, I believe. Did was that the mixtape that had the snippet of "Stronger"? It did with uh, before Timbo came in and helped him yeah. tweak, tweak the levels. He he twisted the knob a milli, a millimeter and made Kanye feel better. Um, yeah, but yeah, but, well, I mean, like that. Stronger had like six versions with different <laughs> drums on it and then he said the final version that came out he still didn't like yeah, he's never really happy i mean he came back and, and he remastered um cause dropout and that sounded some of those songs sound a little different and i mean oh, really yeah and of course um i mean just like in terms of like the mix or whatever and then um you know for love lockdown that went through man right <laughs> remember that remember that early version that, that leaked, was, where he was mumbling bad yeah, that was bad. Uh-huh. But the live, the MTV version well, was so dope. We got to save that for the Kanye. Sorry, um, sorry. Um, so okay, back so to, back, yeah. to, back to Lupe. So, so Child Rebel Soldier, CRS, was a group with Lupe, Pharrell, and Kanye, and it came out with a song called Us Places that was basically a Tom York sample. It was a Tom York was ret- song, yeah. Yeah, it was a song. They just looped it. But that was retarded. That song was retarded. Your silence tells me that you're disagreeing with no, me. No, no. Um, I was trying to think. So, is it really a group if you've only talked about it in interviews and made two songs? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Because that it was just that and Don't Stop, right? Yeah. But they had a couple records like Kanye and Pharrell had records. Lupe and Pharrell had records. Well, sure. Kanye and they had records. So, you know. Wait, was Kanye on the... Um, he wasn't on the... Um, Everybody knows remix, was he? Yes, he was. He was first verse. You're right. So that's sort of a CRS little reunion, right? That there. is a CRS record, yeah. And push it, and push it was at the end. Oh man, that record is so dope. That record was dope. Pusha kills that. Yeah, that record was dope. I need to go back and listen to that. Yeah, you do. I'm gonna be listening to. <clears throat> I, I need to stay focused. All right. <laughs> so we're we're still meandering in the the Lupe recording process here. He. So at what point does um. Does that mixtape drop? Um, 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 Enemy of the State. Thank you. Two thousand nine. End of two thousand nine, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving. That's the. He didn't have anything else before that, right? No, I'm looking right now. Oh, remember the All City Chess Club? Is that another uh, group that he formed and yeah, never did for- anything? Lupe, Pharrell, Asher Roth, B.O.B., The Cool Kids, Charles Hamilton, Blue, Diggy Simmons, Wale, J. Cole, and Docious. Do- Dosage. A.K.A. the, the blog group? Like, yeah, the yeah. blog rappers. Okay. And all they did was that remix to I'm Beaming. Oh, yeah. And it was like 15 minutes long and it was really bad. <laughs> well, that, what does that group have in common? Like, That's why it was bad. Because there was no chemistry on that record. And this is when Asher Roth was Trent was like crossing over from co- college kid to bummy hipster rapper, and the cool kids are really boring when they're not rapping on their own beats. And Charles Hamilton's Charles Hamilton, and this is at the point where you're realizing that Blue is only dope over Exile. Um, Diggy wasn't as good as he is now. 
Wale was still in his really, really rapidy rap phase. J. Cole wasn't developed. I don't even remember Dosage's verse. Um, and B.O.B. was... I've never been a fan of B.O.B. So. Yeah, which we're really going to talk about once we get to lasers. Um, yes, we are. So, this mixtape. Enemy, Enemy in the State. State. Yes. This is incredible. Yes. Like, oh, so in case is, you is forgot... The, go ahead. Is this the second best rapidy rap mixtape of all time? Well, like, what do you think is the first? Just, uh, no ceilings. Oh, this is way better than no ceilings. Are you kidding me? If no ceilings was cut by yeah. like four or five tracks, <laughs> yes, you'd have to cut them. Um, you'd have to cut. Honestly, I used to just listen. I, I would just go back to back with the two of those because they came out right around the same time. Um, yeah, yeah. I think this is. I don't think there's a song on here I skip. Um. So hold on. So let, let's, let's 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 let me see. Can I find a track listing for this thing? I got one. Yeah, I mean, I have it. I was looking for it on oh. Wiki, but um. Yeah, it's not. I don't even think it's on on Wiki. What? If it is, it's to, it's totally separate. It's not on his on his bio. The the hear me, hear the annual in? yeah the annual doc typing. Listen. Oh, you're right. It's actually not. Hold on. Discography. Okay, here we go. No, it's not. These people. Um. Yeah, it's not. I actually have to go to my computer. Hold on, everybody. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Bum, bum, bum. Wait, anyway. Uh, anyway, so is there anything you skip on there? Uh, I'm looking right now. I skip Angels only because what? they... Wait, 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 wait. Only because they left Puffy's part on in the middle. Oh, you don't have my version. I need your version. I, I need the out. version. Cut him out and then add Ross's version. Oh, Ross's I, didn't, I didn't do that, but... um. Yeah, I, I might have to do that. But, uh, yeah... The one, yeah, the one and popular demand were kind of oh, like nah, he kill, are... no, 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 he kills popular demand, but he sounds bored. Nah, I love that. And the one it... is cool, um, but it's so <laughs> short, like it doesn't bother me that much. Okay, but some of the some of this some of the stuff on here, like turned up, no, he kills turned up. <sighs> yeah, um, uh, say something. Say something. He takes a forgettable timbo beat and just obliterates it. Yeah. Um. No, Angel's remix, man, that verse is. Yeah, why are you yeah, wasting that? Why are you wasting that on free mixtape? Like that's on some. Man. That that they should have made that an official remix. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes they'll do that. They'll take the they'll take the remix and yeah. But yeah, this was this was this was dope. This was super dope. Thank you. Thank All you. This, dope. Um, I I, I little I could just put this on and just like let it just keep flying through. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to uh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do what you did and run this back to back with no ceilings. Yeah, no, are there? Go ahead. No ceilings is really dope, but there are definitely a lot of songs I I need to take out. Yeah, is is there? Are there any other tapes where it's just a rapper taking a bunch of beats and just going in like just bars, no songs, no concepts, just. Well, this I, is this is more that than no ceilings. No ceilings, like they so, he, he tried to sort of make songs out of some of those, almost like how yeah, Gina did. I'm I'm single was on there. Um, he had the he had one record with he had a couple of songs on there, but now you make me look up no ceilings. Oh, that's got a wiki. Oh, come on now. Um, no, you're right. He's got skits. Um, yeah, I forgot that was 21 songs. Oh my goodness. Um, exactly. But um, 
No, there's some really good stuff on there, like Swag Surf. Um, oh, he killed Swag. He killed um, DOA. Uh, yeah, he killed DOA. He killed um, 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 that band from TV. He kills Breakup. That Mario, uh, that. Uh, oh, I hate Mar- that beat. Oh, I love that. I love that beat. I hate I like, that but beat. But I, I got I to, gotta, you know, I, I got a little standery for Bangladesh when he's, at his, when he's doing his thing. Um, yeah. He's really dope. Yeah, he um, he, kill, he um ice ice cream paint job. He kills that. He kills um. I actually like the record him and Nicki do over um, the Beyonce joint. No, nah, Nicki kills that. No. This is Nicki like in that's Nicki in rapidy rap form. That's Nicki spitting. Yeah, you know what? Actually, now that I look at this, like this really isn't that. I mean, so run this town is his 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 verse run on this run this town, town is great. Um, now nah, I think this is a little overrated. Um, I think there's a lot you could cut out. There is. That I mean, that's the that's the thing that makes Enemy of the State so dope is that it's very it's very short and to the point. It's like 20 minutes, like <laughs> yeah, if that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So that's why that's why I love it. It's everything I ask for out of rappers. Cut out all the fat, mm. and there's even still a little fat, like the little HP skit, which is stupid. Yeah, the HP skit and the uh, the lasers commercial. That doesn't bother me. You know, I almost wove that into my 1.5 lasers. Yeah, because at this time, um, Shining Down comes out around That's this right. time, this right? This is when Shining Down comes out. Yeah. And sh- okay, so let's 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 go ahead and talk about the records that didn't make lasers. Oh my goodness. Because well, I have a whole folder. Yeah, on you kind of have to right talk about of. Hold on. Did I delete them all? No, they're just scattered. I, let me put it this way. I was able to download no less than three 1.5s that other people had done of lasers. Wow. Like, there's a lot of stuff out there. But, I mean, if we're looking for just, like, a list, hold on. So, let's talk about the B.O.B. records. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, it was it was painfully obvious that they saw that Lupe was able to make hit records based mainly based off Superstar. Because sure. Superstar... Although it was hip hop, it, it it was a pop record. Yep. Um, so they then at this point, this is early Bruno Mars. This is when music is starting to change and become a lot more pop. Um, so they obviously want Lupe to, to go into this role. And at this point, what Bruno Mars is churning out record pool records like like it's nothing, right? Yeah. So S- so such a missed opportunity. Um, yeah, so they gave him yeah, they so he had airplanes and he had nothing on you first. Yep. He had him way before BOB, because at this time BOB was pretty much shelved. Like he was done. They were still trying to figure out what they wanted to do with him as an artist. This is at the time where he was really on his I'm um, I'm Andre three thousand, but I'm not. Mm, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the they box. and then they decided to make him, you know, the pop rapper. Um, yeah. So, the, so there's so there's nothing on you in airplanes, and then there. Well, there's some other ones too, right? There's the. Um, I'm beaming. I'm beaming. Uh, are we talking? Are we talking about record pool records or records that didn't make you, well, lasers? Go ahead and talk about if you got some more record pool records. Nah, I think that was it, because the rest of the record pool records ended up on lasers. <laughs> um, actually, I want to I want to talk about the actual album a little bit more because I I do want to sort of. I want to go. I want to explain my 1.5 that I did. Okay, let's so, do that. So let's talk about the album, the actual album of Lasers. So there's a whole campaign that announces that 
the that Atlantic doesn't like the album. They're shelving it. They're not going to put it out. And at this point, I believe Lupe begins working on other material. And I think that's kind well, no, I don't think that's where Enemy of the State came from. I don't remember. Um, but he pretty much was like, well, they're not going to put it out. Oh, he, he begins pushing Food and Liquor too. But because he was so, at one point, lasers, 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 um, your fan base is already like, dude, where's it at? We need it. Where's lasers? Mm. So there was a huge online petition. Uh, they, they, um, they protested outside of, wasn't it outside of Atlantic Records? Um, so they pretty much forced Atlantic's hand to put out the album. However, what lasers was and what lasers ended up being, just for the sake of Lupe, I want to say are two totally different things. You're right. But I'm going to say that I don't think this is the label's fault. I'm going to say that I think Lupe sometimes forgets that he is, you know, signed to a major label and that whether he likes it, his job is to make records that they can sell. Right? Um, And... If you, you know, a lot of the 1.5s that I downloaded and a lot of collections people put together, a lot of stuff I read, they all talk about the records that he was forced to make and they all bring up all these other records. And when they combine them together, they get rid of all the single, all the like the, the sort of populars, you know, which we're going to talk about later. Like they get rid of the stuff that they consider, oh, well, Lupe was forced to do that. And then they sort of, you know, say, oh, well, look at, you know, look at what this could have been. You know what it could have been? Really freaking mediocre. Like, um, this is. The stuff you could like look on this album when Lupe is left to his own devices, it's pretty oh, average is a nice way to put it. Yeah, and for let's, someone let's, of let's his, talk about that. And for yeah. someone of his skill level, it's insulting. Absolutely. Absolutely. This, I, 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 <laughs> there are other records that did not make this album that leaked and were trash. Go to sleep. I um, like go to sleep. That nah, go to sleep. Nah. That's on my one point. You don't like go to sleep? Nah. I like that. There was another record too. It wasn't Fire because Fire was dope. Fire is real dope. Um, but there, there was another record. There was like two or three records that they leaked from Lasers to try and make them as singles and they all, people were like, nah, that wasn't the label's fault. Mm. I think this is the point where Lupe starts to smell himself. <laughs> and he's like, I can make whatever I want and they're going to like it. So... To to and to to add to your point, yes, I think at this point, then they then it's like, oh crap, this sucks. <laughs> I don't I don't think why the question is you have to look at it from because I'm really talking to the Lupe stands. You have to look at it in, 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 from a perspective, of course, of if the label can make money. But why would you shelve a Lupe album that just came off the cool? Lupe's hot. Lupe has the potential to make money. So why would they shelve it other than the fact that they felt like this album could not make them any money? Well, oh, okay, yeah, exactly. But, you know, but what about people who will say, oh, well, you know, Lupe, he's not a pop rapper. He just, he got pigeonholed initially, like you said, right? So he gets pigeonholed with Kick Push, right? With the cool, he, he, he starts to expand his sound a little bit. And, you know, now he's got this fan base and, you know, 
the industry is blah 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 blah. Yeah, I can't even I can't even make that argument. It's a nonsense argument. It's a it's a hypothetical argument about a world that doesn't exist. Absolutely. You know, what's really interesting, and this actually I think this is true of a lot of rappers who came out in the mid two thousands. So I mean, I'll say I'll say a lot of crappy things sonically about the mid two thousands because I think people are struggling. But what what people were really struggling with is it's the era after you could get signed to a major label and easily blow up, and it's the era before you could really do your own thing with mixtapes. Yeah. It was this in between when everything wasn't quite there, right? It's not quite oh three, and it's not quite Drake so far gone. It's not. It's in between that time mm-hmm. when Lupe came out, because if Lupe comes out in two thousand ten or two thousand eleven, I don't even know if his out his career progresses phenomenally differently. Absolutely, right? Because now, qu- question. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask question first. I'll. I'll, I'll right, because. I'll in 06, a label is still thinking to themselves like, oh, so this young, unproven rapper wants a, a, wants a, uh, a vanity label. Sure. Why not? They don't do that anymore. Right. What's the point? Loop, right. You know, so he is from the era where, you know, okay, I got to get signed and then I got to get the vanity label so I can put my people on. And then he gets in <laughs> and then he realizes, oh, wow, the economics of this don't work at all how I thought they did. Right. Which he, sh- I mean, he was signed early on. He was signed with some group called the Pack, right? So, I mean, this this shouldn't have been news to him, but it somehow was. Um, I, you know, he he got stuck in that in that mid time, right? At once, you know, the the labels were collapsing. You know, everybody had everybody's trying to make money. Nobody has any idea what they're doing, and it's before we have this little thing that's happening now, where you know, there's lanes for people, right? You don't have to sign to a label and do that whole thing if you don't want to. But you know what's funny though, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. didn't two people who were actually signed to labels before they dropped their mixtape create that environment? And who would that be? Drake and Wiz Khalifa. Um, they kind of like fostered. They're they're kind of like the poster boys. Drake wasn't signed before. So far gone. I think he was. Uh, you and your conspiracies. Um, no, I, but and listen, the same, to, I, listen, listen to uh, I, listen to you deserve it. Listen to um the one record. I've I've heard the same thing about Wiz too, and that strikes me as a little bit of a conspiracy. I think sometimes don't give the don't give the labels that much credit. Like they're really conniving, and like they can really hold off and 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 dr- and have their artists drop a mixtape while they're still independent quote unquote to gain like labels really aren't that smart sometimes like <laughs> no they're not they're not but they're people not. fans want to believe the labels are that smart because it gives them an out when their artists are struggling because that's they're true. struggling against the man quote unquote right that's true sometimes that's true. the labels are just as stupid if not stupider than the artists absolutely it's not a big conspiracy everybody it's it's a bunch of old people trying to make money in the same way and they don't know what to do so they're throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks that's really what's happening (laughs) you have a weekly record label (laughs) fan rant like yo every show and it's hilarious but it's true um you're you're 100 correct anyway so i'm looking at i have to say i when when lasers dropped i listened to it once I'm pretty sure I trashed it online in some form. Then I immediately started listening to people's 1.5s, and I was like, eh, all right. And then honestly, I didn't hear it at all again until preparing for this, this podcast. podcast. Yes, I agree. So I went back and listened to the retail of lasers. <sighs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's some really bad records on This here. is a horrible album. My God. But here, let me ask you this. But 
you know, to hear certain people say it, the really the horrible tracks to me are actually the ones that you keep. Right? Like so sort of the core Lupe fan base might tell you that like say the show goes on. Yeah, that made a, that that song makes me want to pick up a basketball and and run 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 full court cuz they they licensed the piss out of that for the playoffs last year. That song Yes. That song is like throwing dollar bills in the air. That is that that, that song is just making money everywhere. You got to be stupid to not take that song. And they had to force him to take it. Yeah. After so that comes so right around the time where he, you know, they do like the little protest and he gets the meeting with the label. By the way, that's just a whole bunch of mouth. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was man. a lot of that was a lot of malarkey too. Um, and so this is the single that comes out and and it starts to blow up. And by I got this I got this I saw this interview from Complex from February of 2011 where he's oh. saying, I "Hate the album. I was forced oh, to do show goes right. on. Um, I remember that. It was forced and upon he- me." They told me that if I wanted to get an album release, this had to be the first single. And I'm like, are you are you really kidding me right now? And then he and then he later on tried to clarify and say that he was talking about the process of recording the album. The 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 interviewer misconstrued what he said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you know what we Cause, did because when he because when he because he talked about his collect, the the song with uh, Trey songs, and yes. he said that song doesn't have any dumb meaning. But this is an exact quote. This song doesn't have any deep meaning behind it it's just for the chicks Dismi- all dismissive like dumb rapper nonsense come on exactly man. this is that's that's <sighs> what i mean about the original version of lasers just has me to believe at this point lupe is really smelling himself because, and, and a reaction to that is is proof that he was so i want to talk i want to talk about words i never said yo you know what we didn't do we did not touch on um fiasco gate what's that Remember, um, remember Hip Hop Honors when he messed up the Tribe Called Quest lyrics? <laughs> oh, I can't believe we forgot about that. Um, yeah. And that was before Paris Tokyo, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's funny. This um, was right after Food and Liquor. So this is like super underground rapidy rap Lupe. <clears throat> and this actually, you know what? This benefited him because from this point, he, that's what, to me, uh, killed the skateboard gimmick for him. I really don't remember the skateboard gimmick being that big of a deal. It was that big. Of, he was a skateboard rapper. I don't even know. What, you know what? I, you know why I, I can't even comprehend that concept? It's because like I'm the whitest white boy ever. And I grew up around skateboarders who wore like the Jinko jeans right. with the airwalks. No, nah, man. I couldn't do it. My best friend and my, my two best friends in high school. Definitely. Um, Jinkos. And I remember the um, I remember the airwalks that had that were made out of the tennis ball material. <laughs> And I, yeah, okay, but yeah. So I grew so, up with like with with those sort of stereotypical skateboarders. Mm-hmm. So when I hear people talk about Lupe being a, a skateboarder, that's when I hear that. I, I sort of equate that when I see Little Wayne trying to skateboard. Right. It's all not. It's, I mean, come on. It, it it looks like a gimmick. A little bit. A little bit. Looks like a gimmick. But yeah. If, go ahead. Go. No, go ahead. Uh, you want to tell Fiasco Gate? Yeah, just Fiasco Gate. Like just real quick. Um. So. At Hip Hop Honors, uh, Lupe is called to perform for the Tribe Called Quest tribute. And I believe the song was um, Electric Relaxation. Mm. And Lupe forgets the lyrics like twice. And Rapidy Rappers go into an uproar. Backpackers strap on their straps and like, oh my God, how they- could you, how dare could you, how dare you to forget 
a Tribe Called Quest record, especially since your sound is so influenced by them. And then Lupe responds and is like, no, it wasn't. Lupe is from Chicago. And I'm going to speak from a Midwest perspective because I'm from St. Louis. Like, even though for whatever reason, a huge chunk of rappers have an East Coast sound lyrically, sonically, we grew up on Bay Area and down South. So there was a lot of Spice One. There was a lot of Too Short. There was a lot of Pac. Digital Underground, there was a lot of Suave House, you know, Tila, 8-Ball, MJG, um, oh, No man, you Limit. Me, you just reminded me of Sex Faces. Scarface, Devin, <sighs> absolutely. That song we, was amazing. That song was crazy. But we didn't really listen to East Coast hip-hop like that. It was, it was, like, an anon- it was like an anomaly when I had Illmatic the summer of 95, on bootleg because that 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 summer 95 was all bone thugs that was mm. east 99 that was first of the month that was the loonies you know so here i come with my ilmatic tape listening to represent and all my cousins are looking at me like i'm crazy <laughs> so you can't get mad at lupe even though you know he has a, a really lyrical sound and there's a lot of lyricists in in the midwest which, which is what people don't realize but the fact that he said that was his influence doesn't surprise me because that's how a lot of us grew up was listening to West Coast and Down South music. So, Except he doesn't sound like that. A lot of them don't sound like that. Well, then how could that be your influence? Easy. What do you mean I, easy? I mean, look, 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 look. I mean, listen. Would you consider... Okay, let, let's, let's, let's use me as an example. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm I gonna was going to use up. myself, but let's start with you. Okay, so would you consider me to be like a rapidy rapper... Like lyrically? No. Okay. Okay, but do you do you can you tell that I put an emphasis on my on my content? Oh, absolutely. Okay. However, if you look at my iPod and my iTunes, I listen to nothing but like right now it's 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 getting warmer outside. Mm -hmm. So all I'm listening to is DJ Quick, Death Row, um, Suave House, No Limit, um, Young Jeezy, Two Chains. Juicy J, Three Six Mafia, like I'm totally down south and in, in Midwest and West Coast out. Other than like maybe the Infamous and a few other East Coast albums, nah, not really. No, not no, really. No. But that totally, but stuff like that, to, that Midwest or that that totally influences my sound. You can be a fan of something without having it influence you, and stuff can influence you without you really being a big fan of it. True. Right. I mean, I like. My, you know, I when I do down south type beats, right? They sort of sound like a weird three six mafia alchemist, whatever going on. There's also you right. There's influences there. I didn't grow up listening to three six mafia, ever. Right? I was I was East Coast hardcore to you know whatever. But you don't hear me making beats like Large Pro, right? I mean that's not my sound, right? But I can be a fan of something without it influencing it. And for for Lupe to say that, I mean he didn't draw the distinction between the two. Number one. Number two, he, I think people, and please go ahead and take this the wrong way. I think overwhelmingly rappers from other parts of the country have an inferiority complex about stuff. I really do. Especially when it comes to the East Coast. I think this, You don't think New York has an inferiority Oh, they, they, they have it now, which is the problem. But historically, right? And you can hear, you know, Lupe's like, how dare you insist that I'm influenced by the East Coast? It's like, man, just stop it. All right. You know, just relax. He could have just said, wow, 
I wish I, I wish I would have been a professional and remembered the words. Nah. Instead, it's how dare you think that I could be influenced by something from the East Coast? Get off your high horse. <laughs> and that's all I gotta say about Fiasco Gate. <laughs> all right. So now from there, let's let's transition we'll to, back to lasers. I, yeah, let's go back to lasers. I just wanted to make sure that we got everything. All right. But, all right. All right. Word, yeah. Words I never said. Man, listen. You have got to be a stupid person to take a, a radio-friendly hook like this that's supposed to be about a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship right? and start talking about world affairs. You've got to be stupid. But you or don't you think- could be Lupe Fiasco, who's not stupid but made some bad decisions. You don't think that this was um, – what's the word I'm looking for? That what that wasn't a ripe time for that. This is like Chuck in the middle of the recession. He he's buying into his own hype into what okay, lasers so that, meant. So he, that proves my point that I made earlier. That yeah, he's, he's smelling, smelling himself, himself, right? Listen, uh, it, I think he. For, I think he. I don't think he understands where he slots in the marketplace. I think he thinks of himself differently then both his label and the marketplace view him. And that is a real problem for him. I and this album that. is the manifestation of that problem. Okay. Right? I, 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 I agree because, well, then that, that, that begs the question, who, who was A&R at this album? They should be fired. I have no idea. I'm was Lupe so upset with the... Um, the progress of the process of this album was he so upset that like he didn't even bother getting did he not have a budget because no I'm only look, asking, I, I think he clearly had a budget because they kept trying to throw him you know i mean his label gave him nothing on you in airplanes which he ended up which didn't work out then they gave him out of my head and they gave him the show goes on they gave him four top whatever singles true um, but I'm saying that because, you know, normally those of you who don't know about record pools, like the artists will do the record pool record, but then they'll have a, a, a bigger, a bigger name sing those hooks. So it's kind of like a, like Common's album was just like, they would just get people to reference it and they'd be like, nah, we'll just keep him, you know, cause there's a bunch of no names singing these hooks when, you know, you could have just as easily heard big name artists singing these records so is did it get to the point to where like he didn't care at this point he just wanted oh, to put the album out and get he, over with look he he is not in top form in this album at all no he's not 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 at all um even the record that sounds like traditional lupe which is all black everything even that's lazy it is it is um and and just sonically like this album has all sorts of problems man it's just, it's just, it's not good. And you know what? It's really bad because there's a dude who's got four beats on here, King David, who I believe I'm pretty sure I've met. Um, he's a part of Dynamic Producer way back in the day when I was part of Dynamic Producer. I mean, shout out to him for getting four placements, but um, I'm not sure. Lie. You know, not my, not my favorite joints. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, so I, I will say the label did force Never Forget You on him. Oh my God. And that song is terrible. Oh my God. Yeah, anything John Legend does post two thousand and seven is terrible. Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
Anything after the second album is trash. What about no no no? He was cool on um on that on that song on uh Colin's album. Oh yeah, you like that song. Oh, you don't like that? You don't appreciate the incredible, terrible comedy of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Um good. <clears throat> but uh I mean never forget you. Just look at the producers to that and you should know that that is a wreck. Yeah, it, he might as well just had Red One come and make him some. <laughs> some, some, um, some but honestly him. like so I'll tell you what I do like about I'll tell you the two songs I like off this. Which are the two songs that he didn't want to do and that would be Out of My Head and Show Goes On. Um and I like All Black Everything as well. The rest of this though, I really don't want to hear again. Yeah, out of my head actually kind of worked for Lupe. Um, out of my head is surprisingly dope, right? Yeah, it's 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 so it's not my favorite, but I'm I, not mad at it. I, I found like I, like I really I like the beat. Like I actually re- as like a pop record for him. That's a really good record. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I go with that. And so this leads into my my little exercise in, in pretending to be an A and R. Um, all right, take it take it away. So. I'm gonna let, let's let's all pretend we can fast forward back to um beginning of 2010 middle of, so middle of 2010 right yeah um and uh and I've been asked you know graciously obviously to come in and save the lasers project um so you know we're we're gonna pretend for so if I you know we're gonna pretend that we can do a couple of things we're gonna pretend that we can take away nothing on you and airplanes away from Bob. Not that I love those two songs, but radio did. And if you can, you know, it, it, so if you can do that, you, you got a couple benefits, right? Obviously, any one of those could have been a single for Lupe, but also B.O.B. never blows up. So this is an added benefit, right? We, we don't have to, B.O.B. can stay shelved indefinitely. I, I, I have, there's no, I don't understand his purpose in hip hop. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've never been a fan. Um, nah, nah, so nah, nothing on you airplanes. Like I'm not like airplanes. Isn't my favorite song, but I'm an A&R right now. My job is to make money. That song's going to make money. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. The hook is the hook is money. Um, and so if you do that <clears throat> and you keep the show goes on and the Trey song singles, that's four potentially huge singles. Yeah. Right. I, do so you keep, my, do you keep shining down as the, but did you like shining down? I keep it as the, I think it's a really good closer to the album. Okay. Um, I think it's certainly better than like three quarters of the album that actually came out. Sure. Um, right. So because I have those four, I don't need words I never said. Okay. Which I'm cool with because I don't like that. Right. Okay. Now, because, you know, there's some give and take, right? So because Lupe's getting that. All right. Well, you know what? That means we need don't stop on this and we need SLR because we need that. We need that lyrical Lupe to show up for his fans. Right. right. How does SLR not make this? SLR was SLR was a precursor to um, uh, Friend of the People. That's why I was on Friend of the People. But SLR was out around this time. Nah, nah. Yeah, um, yeah, SLR yeah, yeah. was a response to Soldier Boy. Mm, it came yeah, out it a is. while before Friend of the People. It was out for a minute. Was it? Maybe it was around Lasers time. Maybe I you're right. I think it's around Lasers, right? Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, it's November 2010. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. But so yeah, SLR is retarded. SLR is incredible. SLR is um, retarded. And don't stop don't is stop dope. Is incredible. It, keep, it keeps up the um, keeps up this. It, it it rekindles the CRS buzz. Right. Um. So the. Okay. So let's see what we got. Um. So we keep on we keep on beaming. 
the original. Yeah. Why wasn't that on the album? Why was that you, a bonus track? You know, it's a it's a cool song. Um, it's not incredible, but it you know, I'm trying to put together a cohesive twelve track album here. So out of what I'm given, this has got to stay on there. Okay. Right. So <laughs> right. So I've got, you know, so right now we've got nothing on you, I'm beaming, don't stop, SLR. The show goes on, airplanes. All right, that's six tracks. We are already much better than the actual retail, right? We're going to keep All Black Everything, right? We're going to keep Out of My Head, right? That's eight tracks. We're in good shape. So Love Letter to the Beat. So if I hear this, what I'm doing at this point is I'm making sure that Alicia Keys gets paid and that we don't don't do something stupid like leak this out before she finds out that that Lupe even has this. Because that's what happened. Yeah, that's what happened. Right? And totally, and I remember her manager, one of her managers was ranting about it on, on YouTube or was ranting about it on Twitter. And she was pretty much saying that, like, it's a rap. Like, Alicia will never work with the Neptunes again. Yeah, she went out, they went out and leaked on um, their drum kits. Oh, right. <laughs> Did you get those? I already have. It's cool. Okay. It's cool. Um, right, so I'm, I, I, need, I need to keep fire. I need to bring that. Because I don't know how that did. Maybe they don't want to clear the sample, right? But you know what? This album that we just put together, there's four massive, potentially four, maybe even more massive singles on here. Like I'm gonna make enough money. I'm cool. We can keep. We can clear fire. Let's say, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pay. How how much? Who who has? How often has a Jimi Hendrix sample been cleared? <sighs> hold on. Not very, right? Hold on. You know who will tell us? Um, who sampled? Sample? Yeah. Hold on. I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Cause remember, remember, remember that Fat Joe record with the with yeah. the Hey with the Hey Joe sample, yeah. And then what it ended up becoming, Jesus. Hey Joe has actually been sampled a couple times. Um, so let's see. Has Fire? Yeah, I feel like I feel like Fire has been tried multiple times. It has. Uh, the, the Foxy, Foxy record, Brown, yeah. that, that Foxy Lady joint. Yeah, that, oh, that was that our, fake yeah. Just Blaze beat. That wasn't Just Blaze beat. Nah, I always thought it was. I forgot who it was. Yeah, because they they would promote it as just Blaze, but it was really somebody else because that was the period, like Uh, you said, of those fake Rockefeller beats. It was terrible. Um, yeah, there's been there's been a lot of samples. You know, some of these look like they're all indie artists. I I don't know how many of these have ever actually really been cleared. (laughs) Right. I'm looking. Um. This is bad. Maybe maybe they don't like to clear stuff. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think they're they're kind of like on the on the Beatles tip a little bit. Think so? Yeah. Yeah. You remember speaking of Beatles? Remember that Eleanor Rigby joint? Um, Kanye and Talib. Yeah. Oh man, that's dope. that original. What was that? The original version of was it Beautiful, Str- Beautiful Struggle? Beautiful Struggle. And it had that it had that Kanye African drum beat that every rapper raped and pillaged. <laughs> that and the uh, and the Can't Nobody Love You. Oh man. At those two Kanye beats that like every rapper was like, oh my god, an unreleased Kanye West beat. <laughs> you remember he used to do the uh, the uh, the mixtapes where he would you know he would just put like he he'd put like unre- he would actually talk. He was the first. You know what? I blame him for the calling yourself a super producer. He used to call yeah. himself on those I'm good mixtapes and everything like super producer Kanye West. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. I, he, so he used to like you talking about when he used to put out those unreleased. Yeah, he put like the unreleased them. beats and talk over. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh man. so back to, back to this hypothetical 1.5, I'm, I'm putting go to sleep on there. Cause I like that. Um, and then I'm finishing off the album with shining down. Right. Okay. This is a totally feasible 
And you know what? Let's say the B.O.B. stuff can't happen. Like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, you could still found like there was really no reason for this album to come out the way it was, except to say that Lupe clearly wasn't interested in making records that his label could actually sell. Right. Right. Which I don't, I just don't understand. Like, especially this is, you know, 2010, 2011, when he's finishing this off and releasing it. Like, by this point, it's really obvious to everybody. There are other lanes for, for even if you're signed as a rapper. Like, you'd think that, okay, so you want to, you clearly don't like your label. So why aren't you just putting out, you know, putting out albums with them? And then you can just put out your own on the internet and go tour off that. Like, you could totally do that if you, and just churn out albums that they like so they can prove so you can get off right or because figure, he was like i don't understand why you would act this it just doesn't make any sense it's like you want to get off the label but you don't do what's necessary to get off like right. he's trying to have it both ways well i i remember the point of um like a joe button instance of a joe button where like they were ready to drop him yeah and then so he just gathered up gathered up pretty much what was his second album and tagged it as mood music too and as a result the label kept kept a hold of him. They were going to drop him because Moon Music Two did so well. They held on to him, but they still wouldn't put any put out any music of his. Yeah, so, but that's not maybe, what's happening here. Yeah, but maybe it was the instance because you know there is a there is like a year period where Lupe really doesn't put out any music. That's true. Like he's kind of he's kind of quiet in 08. Well, he was on tour. Yeah, but you could still do a mixtape. You could. I mean, Kanye was pretty quiet. Well, no, he came out with Love Luck with um, 808s. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, he could have did he could have did something. Sure. Could, because Enemy of the State was actually rumored to come out a while ago, like for much of that year. Sure. He was talking about doing it because I think Friend of the People was supposed to come out first. I think it was Friend of the People before Enemy of the State, and then he did Enemy of the State first, and then dropped Friend of the People later. So, <clears throat> I don't know. But I'll say this, even on this one point, hypothetical 1.5, Lupe's still not rhyming at the level as he was in the cool. No. So even, you know, even though I'm being hard on, on Lupe, the real problem is, is that he is unhappy. And when he's unhappy, he clearly doesn't rhyme how he does when he's happy. Right? He I, does. Well, I mean, you could be motivated by it. <laughs> true, true. I don't know. Sure. I mean, this is a, you know, he's in a weird situation right now. So that, so how was lasers received? Um, really poorly. And yeah, there were, there were, there were two different types of fans. Yep. The majority of us hated it. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing? This is whack. Da da da. But then there were other people who like forced themselves to like it. I don't even know how you could do that. I, this what this has some of his biggest singles right yeah show goes on was huge yeah definitely um words i never said did surprisingly well did it really no i'm sorry words i never said did terrible out of my head did surprisingly well out of my head did surprisingly well yeah out of my head was uh yeah it was a uh top 40 a pop um you know it's not bad Okay. Let's see. Words I never said did terribly. <laughs> um, yeah, that that I, I'm sure that that was like a, a humongous flop. Whereas, um, but it, 
And well, then, wasn't uh, that show goes on was a top ten hit? But wasn't that like? Wasn't that pretty much the intention of Lasers, records like Words I Never Said and Shining Down? Really dark, really introspective, really state of the world. We're getting ready to, um, you know, revolt against the system. Blah blah blah. But you. <laughs> Okay, put it out, but don't expect your label to want to sell it. Like I, I just don't understand his logic. Like he's not a new rapper; he knows right. exactly what it. He 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 has, clearly should have an understanding of what it takes to, to get an album through to his label. Like and maybe he's dealing with different. I mean, there's all sorts of behind the scenes stuff that we're taking that we're making assumptions about. Like who knows? Maybe he had a different contact with the label or or God knows what. But you know. I just okay. So he wants lasers to be dark and everything else. Well, he at least has to give the label something they can sell because you know what happened? If they didn't, then he would have been complaining about the lack of promotion. Because we see rappers do that all the time, right? Right? They 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 get the album they want. Maybe the first single isn't doing as good as they want, but it's the single they wanted, right? And then next thing you know, this person's on radio stations on Twitter. Oh, they undershipped my album. Right, which the, if you ever hear that, sector. if you ever hear that as a complaint again, please ignore it because we're, don't forget, iTunes is now the number one store. It's not the majority, or right? people still buy CDs, but like there is no under shipping with iTunes. All right, right. Um, they ran out of MP3s. <laughs> <laughs> the tubes are clogged. Like seriously, man. Um, <laughs> that that and shutting down. I uh, knew you were going to say shutting down. You already know. You already know. Oh, but that's that's another rapper cliche. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Shut down the internet. You all, we no, got a hundred thousand downloads gonna, in an hour. I was just gonna say, you already know. That's a, you already know what it is. No, I don't, sir. In in the building. We're in the building. Um. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. No, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like Lupe, and you see this sometimes with artists where they want it all. They want to make the they they're signed to a major. They want to make an album for their really core fan base. But that core yeah. fan base isn't enough for your label to promote it how they promoted your previous albums. Yes. Right? Because they signed Lupe to be a big rapper. They didn't sign him. He's not signed to some indie small label. He's not signed right. to some offshoot. Like, he signed to Atlantic Records. Right. Right? I don't... I, I, symp- I, empathize, you know, I, I sympathize with Lupe. To, you know, because he's not happy and he wants to make the music that he wants to make, right? And you want artists to have that sort of freedom, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, you can sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm arguing myself in circles here. I'm coming back full circle now. So, you know, maybe you could say that, you know, when he signed the deal, you know, at the time he could put out the, you know, he was able to put out the music that he wanted to. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, even on his first album, right? I mean, you, you were saying that they clearly, you know, it, it appears like they held back because, um, the singles weren't there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. so. All right, let's get off lasers. What do you want to talk about now? Well, um, oh, you want to talk about friend of the people? Yeah, friend, friend of the people. Food and liquor two was actually supposed to come out first, um, but he he instead comes out with friend of the people. No, no, no. It wasn't supposed to come out first. Uh, friend of the people comes out, and then food and liquor is supposed to follow, which looks like. It's on schedule to do. As I said on last last episode, he says that Atlantic has cleared it. Um, so, you know, we'll see if it comes out this year. Um, 
But yeah, friend of the people. Um, yeah. Nah. What, mm. what? I want you. I want you to talk about what you think about friend of the people. Um. Yeah. I am not excited about friend of the people. Now, were you excited to hear it the first time? Yeah, like your but like your your anticipation for it. Like, did did the buzz? Resonate yeah, because I thought it was gonna be Enemy of the State Part Two. Right. Um, and it's not. It's really not. not. Um, Lupe is trying to be different. <laughs> he thinks he's special. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> are you just talking about the beat selection? Yeah. Okay. Because look, that's always the deal with Lupe. Look, when he's motivated, he can wrap circles around. 95% of rappers. And that might be too low of a percentage. I say who can't he rap circles around? Well, you know. I don't think there's any I don't think there's anybody who is overwhelmingly better than Lupe from a technical standpoint. Oh. Oh. That's a bold statement. I think current I mean in the current Oh, okay, currently. Market, currently. Yeah, not of all time. No, no, no. All I'm right. not even going to have that discussion. No, right. no, no, no. I'm all not right. even going to go there. All right. But currently. No, but it, yeah, the current market when it comes to like who is top tier just lyrically, just from a bars standpoint, there's not too many in the same uh, same category as Lupe. Not uh, at all. Yeah, I will, I, will, I, will, I will definitely agree that technically. Yeah, technically. 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 His, his technique is, can be flawless. Yes. So with him, it's always about motivation and beat selection and hooks. Right, it's all like with Lupe, and you know what? I can't believe I, I want to draw the comparison with Nas a little bit, um, just because, and I think it's almost sort of appropriate because, it, you know what Lupe's favorite album is, right? What it was written. Word. And if that doesn't explain everything about Lupe <laughs> Fiasco, I don't know what does. <laughs> right, right. 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 That describes it. That that album is his career to it. Like, <laughs> it is his career to a T. You're absolutely right. Yo, you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. Right. But you know, much like with Nas in his prime, right? You never had to worry about the lyrics, or you shouldn't have to worry about the lyrics. Sure. Right. You were always sort of going, okay, well, that's t- we don't have to worry about that. So let's just make sure that the rest of his that the rest of, of, of the package is there. And for Lupe, it's the same deal, right? And in this case, it's a mixtape. So really, we shouldn't have to worry about hooks much, right? Right. So it's just beats. And he goes off in a whole weird direction. Um, I really, I, I grew to like Double Burger with Cheese, but that's mainly because of that, that video. That video was crazy. That video is real dope, right? For, for, us 90, for us 90s heads, that was yeah, pretty much yeah. You know, if um, you grew up watching those movies, then yeah, you, it, it holds a special place in your heart, definitely. But, you know, he's got M83 songs. He's got John Coltrane's stuff. He's got, he's rapping over Skrillex. He's got, you know, all sorts of stuff going on here. Um, Just, well, Justice, but, you know, I see, I see that he was actually supposed to remix The Cool with Justice back in 2007. Yeah, I saw that on, on Wiki, and I just assumed that was another rapper boast. Mm. Um, it, it, right? <laughs> Rapper boast. It's like it's true. Like we could, we could just, no, no, you're right. We we should just get. We should try to use that on Twitter all the time. Just 
hashtag rapper boast and just use generic things that they always say. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. We still need to do our rapidity rapper episode. Like we we, we we do it every episode. So um, we do. Yeah. No, but, you're um, absolutely right. We, we do. But but no. Um, and you know when he's on his, when when he's on his game on this, like he's still like he's really spitting. But I don't really want to yeah. hear a lot of these beats. Like this is not my cup of tea. I got. I get you. Um, on the flip, you know what? I'm not mad at the majority of the beat selection. Mm. Only because it, it it is different. I don't know if Lupe is being different for the sake of being different, because he kind of gives off that vibe to me, the "Hey, look at me" kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, records like Lupe's back. Uh, what would Jesus do? He probably LOL like WTF, Light Work, Double Work with Cheese. Like those four records for me, I'm cool. Everything else is like. I'm not like all these other rappers. You know how rappers always say I'm not like these other rappers. This is just like the audio version of I'm not like these other rappers. And it's mm. just, it's unnecessary. Okay. It's unnecessary. And even though this is 12 tracks, it's the same amount of tracks as um, Enemy in the State, but it feels so much longer. It is longer though, right? It's um, Not in a good way. Probably. Yeah, it's, four, yeah, it's, four twi- it's, it's over twice the length. Yeah, but you know, no. And SLR is on here, but it's so random and out of place. Yeah, it was it was old and might as well, yeah, just, it, inc- might as well just include "Go to Sleep." And, I mean, <laughs> yeah, fire and I'm beaming the I'm beaming All City Chess Club remix. Might as well include all that. Yeah, I mean, wh- so why not? Well, that's an interesting. So, what if in the aftermath of um, Lasers, what if Lupe would have put out just what if mysteriously leaked out gets all of the tracks that. That he recorded and you know maybe like in, in better quality or what i mean obviously we have most of them but what if he would have put that out as a this is what i wanted my album to sound like why didn't well, he do you know that? you know why why because they weren't good mm. a lot of those aren't you right there's a lot of them I, there's a lot of stuff like when i when i went over my 1.5 there was only 12 tracks in there there was a lot to choose from yeah um it wasn't that, that those things weren't good so yeah i agree with you if lasers was that important to you, just mysteriously leak it out and blame it on a on a uh, on an engineer. Someone hacked. Someone hacked my Gmail. Yeah, somebody hacked my account. Blah blah blah. You know, do the Timbaland Blueprint Three thing. I mean, if I was a hacker, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. If I would have heard Ghetto Techno, I would have gave it right back. <laughs> but you know, like just do that and then let it rock, and then tour off of those records. Like what Wiz did with Taylor Gang. I don't understand why the song Taylor Gang wasn't on the album, but he performs that record every time I've seen him perform in concert and it mm. rings off. Mm. And it was a free mixtape record. So obviously to me what Cabin Fever was, Cabin Fever was these are the records that I submitted to Atlantic and they didn't like them. They weren't pop enough. So I'm just going to, because Cabin Fever came out of nowhere. Yeah. They just put it out and it worked. Yeah. So why would Lupe do the same thing? Who knows? So what's next for Lupe? Food and Liquor 2. So is this actually really recorded? Do we believe that? <laughs> and well, Even better. I, I did until you just posed the question. <laughs> even better. If we do believe that, do I want to hear something that's two years old? Right. Do I w- and, and you posed this question. Um, I don't know if it was on another episode or just us talking, prepping for the show. Does Food and Liquor even deserve a part two? That's so, a great question. 
the history of hip hop and sequels, um, it typically doesn't really go well. I'm I'm trying to think of a sequel that was really worthy. Um, you can make the argument that Cuban Links Two was a good sing- uh, sequel. Sure. I will make the argument that it was a good album, but obviously the first one is, in my opinion, the greatest album of all time. So it's tough to make a worthy sequel to that. Now, the expectations were much lower because, you know, that's 14 years after the original one dropped and Ray was in a very different place. It's not like Ray tried to drop Cuban Links 2 in, like, 2001, right? When right. Wu had that little mini pop again. And then if he tries, if he then goes, oh, I'm doing Cuban Links 2, anticipation would have been a little different, right? Right. When he did it this time, it was sort of this... Well, first of all, it was a long process. But it was also sort of... There was a little bit more of the nostalgia going on. Um, I don't... Yeah, food and liquor, like... it's It was like six years ago. Like, do we... <laughs> yeah, um, do we really... Do we... I, I, <laughs> so, to me, it's so six, six years ago. So, it's not so recent that he's going to pull a J where it's like... Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3, or Blueprint 1, Blueprint 2. Like, it's not like that. And... I don't think food and liquor was iconic enough, but maybe exactly. I'm wrong. Like, I don't know. I'll even take it. I'll even take a diplomatic immunity too, because they did that. I don't even know why that had a sequel, but you know, yeah, whatever. no, diplomatic immunity one was classic. Mm, yes, mm, there's a lot of weak records on there. There's a lot of bad records because okay. of sample clearances. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's really not, good? Well, again, you know, we can. One day when we finally do a real Rockefeller podcast, we can we can go there. Um, you want to do a Dipset podcast? Oh, man. <laughs> I just committed myself to like three months of work in this episode. Like <laughs> a Dipset podcast. Oh. I, yeah, see, I don't know if I, don't know if I want to listen to like Jewel's second album and Jim Jones' third <laughs> album. And no, but I, did, but I, but I, you know, I, I'm okay listening to stuff like Red Bandana and... Um, sure. Yeah, you know. We just got to find the right mixtapes. Like, there's so many mixtapes. You just got to mm. find the right ones that had all the the, the, the dope records on it. So, so back to Lupe. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Food and Liquor I don't, 2. I, don't, what do you, I mean, yeah. so do you... I, I'm guessing by considering how you posed the question, you don't think it deserves a sequel. No, I think it's, again, like, the it's, a, it's the Illmatic Syndrome, where it's just like, I'm going to use this. As, this is my brand, so I'm going to use this to generate some sort of interest like mm. it, when you when you use the matic excuse me when you use the matic there's a certain type of aura that comes with that mm. when you use blueprint when you use diplomatic immunity when you use cuban links <laughs> i'm sorry, I'm sorry. Shut, well, shut, shut up one of shut these up. things is not like the other like one of these things just doesn't belong here whatever um but it was it was it it comes with a certain aura where you have to create a certain type of vibe, a certain type of style. You almost have to recapture what you did on the first one, but then update it. Mm. Now, is food and liquor worth worth updating? No. Why? Because I don't believe that Lupe has caught his footing as an artist yet. Mm. He has not made, he does not, every great artist has definitive projects. He does not have definitive projects yet. He has definitive songs, sure. But he doesn't have that album. When you, when you say Lupe Fiasco, you instantly think of... I think of Food and Liquor. Okay, so maybe that's why he's doing Food and Liquor too. <laughs> you know what? It's funny because like we're really being harsh on Lupe, but 
he's so technically gifted. He could turn this around real fast. Exactly. That's why I'm so hard on on Lupe Pauls is because <laughs> he has the ability to make great music. Like, but he, for whatever reason, he hasn't yet. Is there any – I mean so the blogs will still give him love and I think – is there any reason why he isn't just jumping on songs that are hot and just destroying them? Like he he's actually the kind of rapper who in part because of his stuff before Food Liquor and because of Enemy of the State, like people want to hear him do that, right? Is there any reason why he's not doing that and just killing stuff? I don't know. I think he I, could. I actually think he could. He could. He could build. He could build a little buzz back up real fast. He's doing unofficial remixes the records. Because no one's talking about him right now, unless we're talking about label drama. True. You want to have a. You want to. You want to let people have a positive conversation about you. <laughs> True. Right. I mean. Yeah, and and his track record on that sort of stuff. I don't know. I think that's. But hey. What do we know? Um, so, I, I'm interested to see where Food and Liquor 2 ends up. Assuming that that actually comes out. Um, you know, if it's a fully completed project that was done right around the same time as Lasers, oh boy. Um, I have no idea what to expect. If it's something that he's been sort of working on, I mean, who knows, right? But, look, it's not like your, it's not like his musical output from the Lasers era was so amazing that people want more stuff he did. Like, let's let's not revisit whatever happened in 2010. Right? Yeah. I... What do you think? I mean, what do you think What do you think is next for him? He, he has to put this out. He said no more mixtapes. Okay. So, so he, I mean, he has to do Food and Liquor 2 at this point. I don't want any more mixtapes from him. You don't want any more mixtapes? Nah. I, I need a project because he hasn't done enough. Like, I think you said it a few weeks ago. Or maybe I was having a conversation with somebody else where when an artist has put out a definitive body, I don't want to say a definitive body of work, but when they're more known for their albums, then the idea of a mixtape is a novelty. Like right now, let's say, oh, who's a big artist? Nicki Minaj could do a mixtape. Yeah. Where she raps over other, peop- other people's beats and, and kind of reclaims that rapidly rap throne. Yep. That would be a novelty. That would be a good idea. Um, do I want to hear Lupe doing that? No, I need an album because he hasn't done enough work yet to take time off and just kind of do something a, a, as leisure. Because mixtapes are more so leisurely, free-flowing, whatever, whatever. Now, I don't know. See, to me, I think that now mixtapes are... A spe- they can be a specific part of an of the arsenal of a major label rapper, specifically one who whose label thinks they should be more pop than they need to be. It, I can't believe I'm saying this. It's the Wiz Khalifa method at this point. Sure. Right. At, you know, never. Be- I mean, you know, Lupe has so many has tons of options open to try to. I think to try to try to get back out there. I think he needs to build up trust a little bit. Right. I mean, I think right, lasers. Right. Lasers was a flop in every way you could think of. Um, yes. Friend of the people was really left field. Right. Yes. I think for for that sort of core hip hop fan base, he needs something. Yes. Right. And I don't know how to do. You know, I I have my. I mean, I don't necessarily think a mixtape is a terrible idea, but it would have to be really focused. 
which he doesn't seem to have a problem doing. Right. I don't want it to be like, you know, young Jeezy circa 2006, where it's like, you know, him doing a drama mixtape. Like, it's not like that kind of mixtape, but, you know, Yo, drama. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, true, true, true. But um, I, I, but I want that to be food. And, I want that to be food and liquor, too, though. OK, I want food and liquor, too, to because he hasn't dropped a focused project since the first food and liquor. You don't think the cool I mean, was focused? It, it was focused, but it was a, it was conceptual. Okay. Because it was conceptual, like, it was almost like a, a deviation of traditional Lupe Fiasco. No. Well, so if you is, really think What of, is traditional Lupe Fiasco? And the fact that you asked that question proves my point that he needs another album. Well, each or of Or were his, you just asking me to tell... Were you asking me to give you an answer? No, or were you I mean, each me of his know? three albums sound different. Yeah, it, but, you know... But like you said, Lasers was so bad. Like he has to do. He ha, He needs a redemption song. He he desperately needs a redemption song for his core fan base. Because he's fine. He could tour for the rest of his life and be cool. He has such a reputation with his live shows, and he has enough material to where he could just do that and ride off into the sunset. Mm. Is he going to do that? No. Mm. And I don't think that he. I don't think his career warrants that at this point. No, he's, he's got at least another two or three out three albums in him. He could he could totally turn us around, but you know I, I don't know. We'll see. I think he really you know you know I mean I think he clearly struggles with this notion like he has political beliefs and he wants to express that and he thinks his label should put out the stuff that that he does, but you know I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why that why he's struggling with that, but you know. This is ending on a, on a much more down note than I thought it would. Um, <laughs> we were really hard on Lupe. I think people are, oh man, we're going to get a lot of heat. Um, uh, no, he, he left on a bad note. Lasers. We got a and, lot of heat. We got heat for J. Cole. Bring it on. I don't care. <laughs> but, um, and yet you were just, but you were just saying, you know, 20 minutes. But J. Cole's the same. He's in the same boat. Where his out his his output and his potential is so great that when you drop something less than, I'm gonna grade you on a higher curve than other people. No, no. If not. anything, Lu- Lupe is on a whole other level than J Cole. No, no, no. But I'm saying that they're in the same boat as far as J Cole had Friday Night Lights and the warm up, and then you go from those two records to Sideline Story. Nah, I'm not accepting that because I know you can do better because I've heard it. Same thing with Lupe. You have the cool, you got food and liquor, you've got lasers 1.5, you got all these assorted records. I know you can do better see, than what I'm seeing in the last two or three years. And for Lupe, see, I'm, I agree with you in terms of um, like where Lupe, where he is technically right now in terms of his peers. Like, but even his, like, he's good enough that like when he's focused and wants to be, you have to put him in like some historical conversations. Hmm. Like he has that ability. He has that ability. He yes. has. He hasn't. He hasn't made nearly enough songs to prove it. He doesn't have the discography to prove it. Yes. But he does. Absolutely. He can go there. Absolutely. I, I I agree with you there. So that's what makes it even more like. I mean, yeah, J Cole. Like you can you he he can be dope. So you expect dope stuff. But you know, again, sort of the comparison to Nas's career is like you know Nas's career is so frustrating for people who are big fans of him because, and Nas is even more so because he at least has shown way more than Lupe ever has how, how dope he can be. 
Yes. Um, which makes it all the worse. But for Lupe, you know, we just don't have too many rappers like him who are still in their prime, who haven't fulfilled, who are that technically skilled. Yes. Without being gimmicky. Yes. All right. So there's hope for Lupe. Yes, absolutely. All right. So we'll see. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. This was this was wide ranging. Definitely. Um, let us know why we're wrong or why we're right. Hit us up. Uh, use the hashtag Clock Radio Speakers. Um, like us on Facebook. Review us on iTunes. Tell your friends to check out, you know, if they've never heard us before, dpsradio.com, four to six on Sundays. Um, you got anything else you want? You got anything you want to plug or announce yet, Armand? Are you still in the, the planning stages? Nah, um, when it's time. All right, all right. Well, I'm, you know, this is your opportunity. I want to make sure you. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's coming very, the music is coming very, very, very soon. Right. Very, very, very soon. All right. You got anything else you want to add? Nah, man. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah. All right.